Who who do you get? Who else? Who else do we have as the next manager to be fired? Daniel Farquhar. <laughs> King King Farquhar from uh, <laughs> this dude can only finish last so many times, bro. Time to go back to the swamp and defeat Shrek, mate. The Premier League is not for you. <laughs> On today's Footy Corner, we celebrate the 100th episode with a great panel, which concludes with a Mount Rushmore of midnight snacks, which will have you rushing to your fridge or a drive-thru. Liverpool and City share the spoils at Anfield in a thrilling second half. Andros Townsend thinks he's Ronaldo with his celebration, and Claudio Ranieri is back. Dilly ding, dilly dong. There's nothing typical about this one. We have a special episode coming fresh to you next. And we are back on the footy corner, episode one zero zero. That's one hundred. We've made it this far, and we've got a great Century club, baby. We've got a great panel episode on here, and the, and the lads all to thank for this hundredth episode. Uh, I'll start with the person that's made the the most co-host appearances with me. Just a few floors down, you are a few floors down today, Arine. How's everything going? Everything's good. Um, but- going good everything's going good that's all good got a flight tomorrow um but it's like midday so um gotta pack for that still but there you go good good things on the horizon there that's nice to hear let's travel a little bit around the u.s here we'll start going east from here uh, a little south brian in uh, in the indy area brian how's everything going good why are you going to the airport arena flying somewhere flying to los angeles tomorrow <laughs> That was a uh, uh, yeah. I was going to go to Dunkin' Donuts actually in the airport. They got a they got (laughs) special bagels there. Oh, nice! It's special bagels. Special overpriced Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, very fucking overpriced, (laughs) by the way. And they never make their drinks right. Shout out to them, (laughs) Airport Dunkin'. You fucking suck. But (laughs) wow, this this episode coming out firing. Uh, We'll we'll go and we'll continue in the east eastern time zone. Go to the D.C. area, Chris Patterson. Patterson, how's everything going? I, great. I don't think Brian even said how he was doing. He just made a joke that nobody laughed at. But <laughs> it's funny you, you you said that, though, Brian, because we used to meet for lunch in the airport. Yes, we then. did. So that was, we did. We did actually go to the airport to eat. Yeah. <laughs> that That's a thing. That, hot spot there. That's a yeah, thing. Yeah, it was a thing. Um, there some good restaurants. There's there's a Chinese Denver Airport has some good, good restaurants. Yeah, the Chinese. It was, uh, what, was it, what was it called? Um City walk. It was called City Walk. City Walk. Yes, it was City, city walk. walk. It was City Walk. Yes. <laughs> it was really good Chinese uh, food. Denver had oh, some. It, Denver Airport I, had some good I, restaurants. Yeah, I Root completely down. agree. Don't knock airport food. Trust I mean, we me. literally worked at the airport or adjacent to the airport. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the only, only other option was there. to hunt was to hunt or forge for our own food in the <laughs> of basically Kansas. Yeah. So we, we had to go to the airport. Curry dog uh, burgers. Yeah. Good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Thank, good to be back. Um, I think this is only my third episode and uh, I'm going on a road trip tomorrow. Me and a 14 uh, month old almost. Oh, fun. So oh boy. Where to? Horrific. Um, Ohio. See my, see my grandmother. She's, she's in town for two weeks. So oh, making go. the best of it. going to head out. There you go. Nice. It's awesome. going to be an adventure. Road, road trips with kids are much easier once they learn how to use an iPad. Yeah, I should wear a GoPro because it probably is going to be Oscar worthy. <laughs> what will we, we don't you want? Clips. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> me full of poop, speeding <laughs> as fast as possible to cut the drive time down. Yeah. From you or Vinny? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna switch off. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, you, oh, you, do you mean the poop? Poop. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, oh. Same answer. Same answer. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Well, so a lot of traveling going on tomorrow. So that's some good, some good stuff. But yeah, I'd say get used to it, Patterson. You are the U.S. correspondent and we do have international matches. So after this, you know, next week's panel, which we're doing the, the, the nice double panel, the back-to-back panels, we'll, we'll expect you back again. So uh, we'll see you then for that. Uh, Nikhil, we go out west. The man is being worked hard. He's, he's driving home from work right now. Uh, Nikhil, how's everything going? Um, things are good. Yeah, good to be back. Uh, can't believe it's been 100 episodes too. Right? It's amazing. Actually, we were, you know, recalling, um, you know, the, the very first panel we had, which we had to re-record. Um, you know, we <laughs> that was twice, wild. You know, that was pretty epic, but <laughs> we've come a long way. I think I've, I've learned how to hit a red button in, in the past 100 <laughs> episodes, so that's, a, that's an improvement, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so, so let's get things started. Let's kick it off. We, we are going into an international break. It is pretty crazy. The 100th episode happens going into the break. But there was a thrilling match that occurred between uh, two top contenders, Liverpool 2, Manchester City 2, all the goals in the second half. Mane and Salah, the goals for Liverpool. Foden and De Bruyne for Manchester City. Before I get into anything, I have to ask the people that were invested in the match the most, uh, Arine, Nikhil, any of you, uh, you know, what are your takes on what happened in this match. How do you feel about Liverpool getting the draw against Manchester City? I'll let Nikhil go first. <laughs> um, I'd say biggest hot take from me would be would not even like involve Liverpool. I would say don't write off City. I think City yeah. still has a solid shot at winning the league this year. And uh, yeah, they didn't start that well, but damn, Phil Foden is a talent. Like, what I think any team in the world right now would, would want him on the team. Maybe not PSG, but except for PSG. Um, <laughs> did did yeah, Jeff hijack you? Is, is is everything okay there? Yeah, seriously. I know, I know, right? <laughs> but but that being said, I also think that like Mo Salah like proved so many of his doubters around this this game. Like if if anybody thinks he's still not the best player in the league, there's something definitely wrong with you. Um, but yeah, other than, other than that, I would say the other issue that I saw with Liverpool is how how much we Liverpool fans underrate some of our best players. Like, for example, Salah and even Trent. Like, people have been shitting on Trent for his like defensive disabilities over the last season or so. But we saw what we have as backup to Trent, and that is like nowhere as good. Um, yeah. So yeah, if Trent's not coming back, we are in some deep <laughs> shit. Well, yeah. you make a good point. Before Arian gets into his bit, Milner was his replacement. Should Milner have been in the match at the end there after that foul um, on, I believe it was Bernardo Silva later in the match? Should he still have been on the pitch? You're asking me? A- a- anyone, yes. You, you. I'll ask you first. I prefer not to speak on that. I prefer not to speak. No comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know what it is? I mean, so... Jeff would, would enjoy hearing that, but it is true in that case. But, you know, red cards do ruin matches like this, and it's kind of nice that it wasn't called because we got to see this match kind of play out. And it really was, like I said, the second half was quite a thriller. Arin, your your take on that, because um, we heard Nikhil. What was your take on Liverpool's performance? Um, first half was very shaky, but 
a common thing that I noticed is, you know, and, you know, to a degree, people are saying like City or Liverpool are lucky to get out of that first half kind of unscathed. But I would agree if City had proven that like they could clinically finish. In the past, it seems like a trend this season is they drop points because they couldn't score, because they couldn't finish. And it all stems to them letting go of Aguero and failing to get Harry Kane or Holland this past season. And now they're stuck with uh, Jesus or whatever. And, um, you know, I think it, it more so falls on, you know, that's just how City is. Like they're they're a top team. They have insane players, but <laughs> ironically, they just don't have someone to really consistently put in the back of the net and that's going to bite you in the ass. That's why at halftime, I knew if you give a team like Liverpool or, or, or a Chelsea or a Man United, you know, if you give those teams an extra half to, you know, scheme something up and let them go and scape the first half, you were clearly had them beat on every aspect. You're going to pay the price. You're going to be giving up two or three points. Like you're not, you know, th- that's just how it is with, with these top managers and top teams, especially in the Premier League. That's why when we made it to halftime, I know uh, um, whoever was in that chat, I said, you know what? New half. It's a whole new game. And, and now I'm confident now because, you know, when you have an experienced guy like James Milner, yeah, he's not a right back. Um, and you have someone like Jurgen Klopp, they're going to they're gonna figure it out. There's no way they, they go another half with just getting fucked in the ass on, on, on Milner's side by Foden. There's no way. But um, I thought that second half was brilliant. I mean, that's Premier League action. That's, that's I mean, even Pep said, like, it was insane. And um, it was just amazing to watch. But um, I thought the result was fair. Um, you know, maybe I'm wild for saying this, but I wish we had taken three points because I felt like the opportunities were there. Um, and we did that without Tiago and Trent. So, and I agree with Nikhil. Phil Foden is absolutely insane. Um, I said I'd make him captain because I don't think Laporte or not Laporte Diaz, like he's a great player and this is going to come off controversial, but you got to know how to communicate with your team. I haven't heard the man speak English or just say whatever, like, bro, I'm sorry, but like, I don't think he's like a captain material. So I think you need to get a KDB or Foden. Foden plays every game, contributes to a goal every game. And the dude's local guy is like not 20. You know what I mean? I'd give him the captaincy because their whole offense was running off of him. I mean, it was, it was beautiful to watch. And like, I would be so frustrated with him because there were times where he made great plays and it just wasn't finished. Bernardo Silva also did that, but um, yeah, all in all, it was a great game. It was, it was an amazing game. I can see it now. Arian's application for why a player shouldn't be captain doesn't speak English. (laughs) Uh, I guess in the English Premier League. Also, Nikhil is 100% right because Liverpool don't buy players in the summer when they don't need it. Doesn't mean that these players suddenly suck. Let's just put a reminder of that out there. That's all I'm going to say. All right. So some question I'm going to ask around here, more impressive move, I guess, or, or, or play the, the Mo Salah goal after he dribbled out of, you know, four or five players to finish it or the Bernardo Silva uh, move where he dribbled around players and, and I think he made Van Dyke fall and, and set up a potential goal. Didn't go in. Which of those two impressed you guys the most? Uh, I'll do, we'll just let anyone answer I'll, this. We'll go around. I'll start. I'll start. Yeah. It was uh, Eden Hazard's goal against Liverpool in the League Cup a couple of years oh ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fair play, and I'd agree to that, honestly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Option C, apparently. But no, I don't know. I remember that goal. I, I honestly do, and I was, I was watching it with my dad, and I was like, I didn't even get mad. I was like, damn, yeah. that's insane. 
But uh, I, I'm going to say Salah is cool. I just watched a couple of replays. That was sick. Like skill moves, just uh, it, it was insane. Yeah. Great, great goal by Salah. So I'm voting for that. Yeah. I mean, he's on my fantasy team. I have to, I, I have to say he's the best player in the league right now. It's pretty, I think it's pretty clear. Um, pretty straightforward on that one. Again, I was pretty impressed. A lot of people mentioned Phil Foden. I thought Bernardo Silva had a really good game for a player that is supposedly going to be on his way out. Uh, you know, hasn't, hasn't uh, made the, the grade. hasn't been put in a lot. Uh, the only question I have, and I guess Jeff's not here to answer this. Why is Laporte in for John Stones when Diaz and Stones were so good last year? Does anyone have an answer to that? No. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, anyone have anything else to say about this match or these teams? Patterson, any, any um, take on these teams? Hate both of them. Nikhil, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you were saying something. Yeah, no, quick comment though. I mean, I guess this is what proves what, like how good a manager Klopp is and how good a manager Pep is too because that performance in the first half where like we were getting railed by City. Like we were, we were super lucky not like be down by two or three goals at that point. And he does not having a finisher. And whatever club said to the team at halftime clearly worked. He just made it clearly worked because you saw when Liverpool came out in the second half, like everybody played so much better. Like Fabino had a had a horror show in the first half. Melner had a show in the first half. Like Mane did. I think Elon Musk needs to get Nikhil a new phone. <laughs> Nikhil, can you hear us? I think you're cutting out there. Oh shoot! Did I did I cut out? Oh, you're yeah. good now. Yeah, you're good now. Go on. No, no, I was just I was just saying about how like Klopp proved that he's a top manager by like swinging the game around because mm-hmm. that's how he like. I think somebody made a comment about like this is where Klopp needs to prove that he this is where he earns his millions or something like that and that was true like that's where he earns his millions like that's he like was able to adapt the team to a situation where they weren't good at all in the first half to like come out in the second half and like just turn the tables around yeah it it was a quality match quality managing and I think both of them complemented each other it's uh it's very interesting to see uh you know you don't see it too 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 often so um I think that was a good uh good finish good good match any last bits on that before we go to Manchester United, which I'm sure Patterson has stuff to say about? <laughs> he shakes his head. United won, Everton won at Old Trafford. Um, Anthony Martial started the scoring. Andros Townsend, not only did he score, I don't know if you guys saw it, he, he did the Ronaldo celebration. Uh, so, <laughs> so there was that. Uh, and you almost had Everton winning the match, but a goal got called back because Yuri Mina couldn't, couldn't stay on side, like got very eager and... I mean, on one of the easiest plays to remain on site, did not. Uh, so you'd say, okay, 1-1, one, one, fair result. But you have to think, Everton didn't have Richarlison. Everton didn't have Dominic Calvert-Lewin. They were quite injured. Uh, so in my eyes, this is a bit of a disappointing uh, result. Ole didn't start Ronaldo. He, he, I think he brought him in later. Didn't start Pogba. Uh, was he just trying to even the playing field there? Does anyone know why he did that? Yeah, I mean, he was trying to let Townsend catch up. I mean, he's only now 448 goals behind him in his career. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that was part of it. It was frustrating. I, I think I think he outthinks himself sometimes. Um, you know, it's one of my I, – I, I love the guy. I think he's he's been fine. Um, but I think he can't get out of his own way. I mean, 
where's Martial been? He needs to be playing. That that shows why. And and it, it's a small piece of the bigger the bigger issue there. I think they outplay on paper. The match wasn't close. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. Of course, they can't score. And there's no there's no build up. There's no creativity at all. Fred is is, is Fred. Fred needs to go. I mean, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, he makes a couple. He, he creates some chances here and there, but overall, uh, you know, you shouldn't outplay a team uh, statistically the way they did, and and you know, not score because then one mistake can lead to an equalizer or possibly even a um, a goal that leads to a loss in a match. You really, you really shouldn't have. You really should have won. Um, you know, you get out with a point. The table's crazy. It's close. It's going to be close all season. So there's still time to right the ship. I don't want to overreact seven, seven, seven yeah. uh, weeks into the season, but um, you know, it's, 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 it's a trend. And, you know, I think if you want to get to that level, now you're playing uh champions league, you know, you're, you're doing these things that you, you're supposed to be doing as Manchester United. So um, you need a deep team and you should be able to sit Ronaldo and, and put a team out there that does well. And I think, I think they did. I think the midfield is where is where the issue is. I, I, I don't see the buildup, and, and they hold the ball fine, but they can't create scoring chances. So that's a good point you bring up that I wanted to ask. Uh, so, you know, Ole getting in his own head there a little bit. What, what do you think the bigger issue is for United here? You know, because clearly they have the roster of a team that, sh- that should be at the, at the top, and, and we've seen them slipping in the past few weeks. We've heard, you know, uh, some people on here say that, you know, they aren't, they aren't doing as well as they should be doing. What is the bigger hurdle for them? Is it Ole's, you know, propensity to beat himself in situations like this? Or you mentioned a little bit too, Patterson, is it the, having the engine room of Fred and McTominay? Uh, which one is the bigger detriment to their side? And I'll just ask everyone. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I, th- I think, I think I already answered. <laughs> All right. You're going with the engine room. Anyone oh, else? Yeah. I think it's Olay. I think Olay okay. is um, choosing the wrong squads. I understand there's fatigue and whatnot, but when you're playing Everton at home, it's a tough game, but that's a game you try to get three points. But it's a, it's one of those tough games that you try to get three points. And, I mean, you, you get Sancho, you get Ronaldo, you know, love him or hate him, Pogba's on your – I mean, these three guys shouldn't be on your bench for this game. I don't, you know, and then he's starting like a, a nine, you know, I don't know how old Greenwood is, you know, 19, 20. I mean, like he's great, but I just feel like the, those three players that I just mentioned need to start in a game like this. Um, I understand it's early on, but um, maybe like those, maybe this lineup should have been thrown out there against Norwich or like uh fucking, <laughs> I don't know, Newcastle or something. It's just, I don't know. And on top of that uh, with, with the whole season, um, I just feel like when I look at Man United, you look at them on fucking FIFA, their players' overall ratings are insane. You look at them on paper, you look at their transfers, you're like, Jesus, man. You know, there's no reason why this team shouldn't be in the talks with with the top. And right now, like, even their fans are, like, not – they don't want to include their team in that talk, and, and they should. You know, I feel like they're – he's not getting the best out of his team. And – that's why you need, I think a man United manager needs to have that presence and Ole doesn't have it. You know what I mean? That like a Carlo, like a, like a pep, like a, you know, like someone of that caliber needs it, to all these guys in the locker room. Can you like, be honest, can you really imagine Ole looking at 
Pogba, Ronaldo, these guys, and really making them like focused? Because I can't. I honestly can't. <laughs> so they need Sir Alex Ferguson again. <laughs> I mean, someone like that, or like Jose, you know, someone with like, you know, got that thing, not like Ole. Ole kind of looks like a. <laughs> no. And now, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. he does. Yeah. So, like, it, it, it's a shame because I feel like when this team's really popping and informed, they, they could be really fun to watch. We kind of saw a glimpse week one of it, but like, I don't know. That's my take. It's Ole. It's Ole's the problem. You need a manager that brings out the best in your team, and he's just not that guy, in my opinion. Okay. Brian or Nikhil, any takes on the engine room or Ole? <laughs> engine room. <laughs> I'll leave it to the experts. No, I don't have a take. Fair. <laughs> Nikhil, I'll give you a chance. You're driving back still? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's my assumption. <laughs> so we'll move on to um, a, kind of a surprise team coming up. Well, not a surprise to me. You know they're my boys. Brentford, a 2-1 victory at West Ham, at Olympic Stadium. You know, West Ham, a team that we've said a lot of praise about. Granted, they did have a European fixture. Um, Mubuemo. Uh, scoring for Brentford, Bowen getting the equalizer late, and then even later, Wisa, uh, in you know one minute past the stoppage time that was given, they'd given three minutes. He scored in the ninety plus four to to win it for Brentford. Uh, you know, my question to you guys is, you know, because they look like they they did dominate West Ham for good portions of the match, and this is a West Ham team again. Again, it's been pretty strong. Um, Brentford's drawn against Liverpool. They've beaten Arsenal. Um, are they? For real. Or is this a team that's for real? Is this a team that could reach the watermark that has been set by the recent promoted successes uh, of Leeds in 2021, Wolves in 1819, and even Sheffield United in 1920? What do you guys think about Brentford? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a yes all around? It's a yes for yeah, me, I think so, yeah. I mean, they're, they're one of those teams that are exciting to watch. You know, they're not... They're not like the Norwich type promoted team that just sits back and fucking collects their paycheck for one year and then goes back to the championship. They're a team that has been building for a couple of years um, mm-hmm. and they've been doing well in the championship the last couple of years. They got close to promotion last year, um, been developing players and, and making smart transfers, selling their great players and then signing younger talent and developing them. It seems like, and um, they're, they're in the league to play. They're, they're here to win. They're not just here to uh, fuck around for a year and go back. So it's exciting to see teams like that come up mm-hmm. and not, not see fucking Watford and Norwich every other year. <laughs> I, I just to add on to that, like seemingly every week I'm like, Oh, I can't remember is Watford in the premier league this year or are they in the championship? Like I, I don't even know what that fucking team <laughs> Because they're just true. they're just a, a zero team to me. But wow. that's how I'm, Alton John is not happy <laughs> with that comments. But, but, but Brentford to me, Brentford is well, yeah, Norwich too. <laughs> um, Brentford is an actually exciting team with some good talent. I'll, I'll ask Arian, how much do you feel any better about the draw against them after seeing how good they really are? No, okay, that's a, that's a head shake. No, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean. I, I did about, about losing to them. I mean, they're actually a pretty good team. I guess, where would you put them? So I, I've, I've recorded those teams that I mentioned. I've, I've put how many points they got. So Leeds last season as a newly promoted side had 59 points. Wolves, uh, two seasons before that had 57. And oh. Sheffield, 
two seasons before this year, had 54. So 59, 57, 54. Do you guys think Bradford can do better? They're on pace right now for 67. I don't think that's what they'll end up with. But where do you think they land in that little, let's say they were a group in the World Cup. Where would they be in that group? Um, I, I think they're smacked out in the middle. I don't think they're going to get 60. Okay. But they're not going to be, I don't think they're going to be scraping by with 40. So I, I think like, I'll say 55. Okay, 55. Let's do points. Let's do, let's do predictions. And the winner gets to choose two people to do shot of more. Um, shot of more. Okay. All right. Uh, what else do we have? We have people cheering in the background because I think Justin Turner has just homered in the uh, playoff game. So it's yep. in the wild card game. So it's one, one between LA and St. Louis. Of course, people listening to this are going to be like, we already know what happened, but that's fine. Uh, Sorry. Okay, so- I, I was sneaking back down to the basement. I didn't want my kid to hear me. He's he heard thunder and woke up. Oh, and I needed another beer and I needed there to go. So 55 <laughs> for you here. Patterson, what number, what number are you guys given? How many points is Brentford getting this season? Any guesses? They're going to get 60. 60. Patterson says 60. Brian, 55. There, there's, there's, a lot, there, there's a lot of bad teams in the league this year. Yes. I, I like that. And we'll talk about how four of them haven't won a game yet. <laughs> I have a bit like a position. Can I say like what place they'll get in the, in the sure. table? Because I feel very strongly about this for some reason. I have them at ninth. I think at ninth, ninth. is where Brentford is. Okay. Solid. All right. Nikhil? Their manager with the flow, and he weighs like one pound. He's like a stick. But, like, I'm a big I'm a big Brentford manager guy. I love this guy. He Mind me, you, you were swearing at him during your guys' game against them. Yeah. He's one of those guys that, you know, he's a character for sure. You know, he makes faces. He does this. He's all about the nonsense. But like at the end of the day, he's just some European lad that's clean shaven, has the long hair. And like, you know, he's like such a, I don't know. He's a likable guy. I feel like. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I will go ahead. I think Nikhil's having trouble unmuting. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I've tried to unmute him. I don't think it works, but maybe when, when he does, when it works, I'll let him guess. I'm going to go with 50. I'll go right between you guys. I'll go 57. So we got 57, 55, 60, and ninth place. So <laughs> is this uh, is this price is right rules or just closest? Uh, it has to, whoever gets it, it has to be exact. Oh, okay. No one's giving anyone shots then. Otherwise, okay. you know, whoever gets it is going to pick two people on this show. Well, you can give any shot, but I, I just put them Are, are we going to let uh, Jeff and Steve chime in on Twitter? Yeah, at, at the footy corner too. We'll let anyone Whoever chime else, in yeah. What if, what if they finish at ninth place with 55 points? Well, Do both you me and Doreen get those yeah. side shots? Yes, you guys each pick two. And I'm with that. And if you pick the same pick person, the same they person. two no. shots. No. Me, me and Brian have good chemistry. We played FIFA. We ran as a team oh, yeah. before. I like that. If, if that oh, yeah. happens, that'd be four. All right. So we'll see what happens based on these predictions. Someone, I, I already someone have to do one for the record. So I don't that. Unrelated to the pod, but yeah. Three would be... That's more bad. than anyone's ever done. I think I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever done three shots. You're, you're never going to come on. Never going to want to come on the panel again. <laughs> keep, I feel like I should get my face on the welcome to Chicago sign. <laughs> Doing a short of Malai. You just, you just keep accumulating yeah. shots. That's what you keep doing. It'll probably be yeah. called the Memorial 
point in time. <laughs> so Arreen had ninth. I'm just, I'm actually recording because this is really happening right now. Patterson, 60 points. Okay. Um, you know, I was going to say this too. Uh, you know, aside from speak talking Brentford up, of course, they look pretty good. Their former player was has been West Ham's best player, in my opinion. Ben Rama had a hell of a game. Uh, he's really come to life this season. I'd, I'd get him on fantasy teams. Just saying, anyone have any comments about Ben Rama? I know we've kind of talked him up on the pod already, but anyone have anything to add? Honestly, I haven't even seen West Ham play at all. So there you uh, go. I'm kind of on that boat, but all I'm going to say is you called it on the pod, like when they were um, like before even last year. Like, yeah. Oh. Just took a year. That's all. He had it. No, had the, two had the years, bro. Year. Two, two years. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. It took a year for him to kind oh. of get yeah, used yeah. to the league because he wasn't yeah. great last year. But man, he, I mean, he's fun to watch these days. I, when I watched parts of this game, he was electrifying. Um, but back to Brentford, they have two guys named Mads. That's wild. M-A-D-S. Just wanted to throw that out there. Saw them on the bench. They were literally number 29 and 30, I think. They're like right next to each other as bananas. Wow. And Brentford is unbeaten in all four away Premier League matches this season. That's two wins and two draws. They're the first side to avoid defeat in their first four away games in the Premier League ever. Like since, you know, when, when a team comes in the Premier League, first four away games since 2008-09. Which team do you guys think that was? A little trivia question. Manchester that, City. Nope. That it was, was, that was, was the team's first season in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Say the question again. Which team coming in the Premier League for the first time ever uh, went four away matches unbeaten in 08-09? They're the only other team to do it aside from Brentford. No, Brian, City didn't exist yet. <laughs> oh, right. Jesus. <laughs> I believe that was in 11. They came in, became a thing. I can. Uh, they're not in the Premier League right now. That's hint one. Hint um, two. Oh, um, um, Blackpool. No, but you have the right color scheme. Wolves. Orange and, what was that? Blackburn. No. Wolves? no. Blackburn. No, Blackburn won the league in like 95. Yeah. Who's this orange team, and black? Who else is orange and black? This team was Wolves? also in a FA Cup final in the last 10 years. Hull City. Yes. Hull it's City. Hull City. Wow. It's Hull City. There you go, Patterson. It is Hull City. Nice. They did it. My next clue is going to be they have some, they, their former, I think, fullbacks are both in the Premier League now. One of them being Robertson, who played in the FA Cup final against Arsenal. I believe their center back as well, Harry Maguire. Yep, Harry Maguire was their center back that day against Arsenal. So, wild stuff. Whole city, shout out to them. Um, we may or may not see them again. Uh, Patterson, gets, Patterson gets minus one Malort shots for uh, getting trivia, right? <laughs> yes. Right, so now he's down to zero. Uh, That's happened to me today. <laughs> oh, God. Let's, let's move on to your boys, uh, Brian. Chelsea, 3-1 winners against Southampton. Uh, Trevor Chalaba out of the midfield scoring the opener. Uh, he's become oh, yeah. quite quite the goal scorer for you guys. Oh yeah. Um, Ward Prowse answering with a pen and then gets sent off about ten <laughs> minutes later. Uh, yeah. Right. And then Werner and Chilwell scoring. I mean, Timo Werner should have scored at least two, three other times. It's not his own fault. Like the goalie made a really good save one time. VAR yep. called his goal back another time. Um, you know, he was. And it, the the goal called back wasn't for anything he did. It was for a foul that occurred 30 seconds before he scored the goal. Yeah. I was about to say that was wild. I mean, it's, yeah. you could pretty much then VAR every goal and say, well, three minutes yeah, ago, seriously. it was a foul. Yeah. <laughs> it was bananas. Um, yeah. I will say this. Uh, your team is the only team out of all of ours that did win 
but you were in the most crisis mode when, when it was one, one, uh, yeah. what was going through your mind when this match happened? Were you, was the result as clear as the scoreline three, one win, or was it ever in doubt? Um, it was really tough until the red card because Southampton, they were, they, they were pressing high and Chelsea just couldn't handle it. Um, I, I was not feeling good about the match until the red card. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Ultimately, the scoreline is deserved, I think. But Southampton have, have proved that they're they're a tough team on the road, um, having drawn City nil nil a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. Um, so they're they're not an easy team to get by. At least I don't know. Maybe they just have a good game plan against the the big guys. But <laughs> um, in the end, I think the right team won. Chelsea's in yeah. first place. Yeah. That's true. I was going to say, I thought, I thought you guys did dominate the game. Pretty well. I thought, you know, again, the Werner call that got called back. Lukaku had a goal. Well, that yeah, was it, called back. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it could have been, it could have been different if things went a different way. I mean, mm-hmm. Southampton's only real chance I think was that um, penalty. So. Yeah. Would you, would you look for, cause Chalvas played, he's played center back before and then he played in the midfield this match. Would you find a way to get him in, in match action? The no, I thought play? he, he played. I'm pretty sure he played in at center back again for. Oh, really? In that match, yeah. I could have sworn when I saw the um, when I saw the little on NBC Sports when they showed the lineups, I could have sworn they had him in like. Yeah, I didn't see mid. the very beginning of the game. I I don't know why he would be defensive mid. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, maybe. 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 Yeah. You're right. I mean, we had. It, it could have been moved around anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, he's primarily a center back, but yeah. I mean, if if he can be effective there. Speaking. Just to add, add another name to the list of uh, squad depth for Chelsea. Just, yeah, just in a quick aside, speaking of uh, NBC Sports putting up their, the graphics, did anyone see the formation Manchester City had on NBC Sports graphic when the, when the lineup was put out? Oh, man, I, I'll see if the intern can find it and retweet it. Check out the account at the footy corner, too, um, to see one of the wildest lineups I've ever seen before, like formation-wise. Um, I'll look for that, or I'll tell the intern who's sitting here on the ground to look for it. Uh, I'll ask this. You know, Romelu Lukaku has not scored goals lately. He's slumping on that and doing other things. Brian, is there concern for you that he hasn't scored, or are you just happy being in first place? I'm happy being in first place, but I mean, not every single player is new player is going to score every a goal every game. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm not worried yet. Okay. When he gets to um, fucking Alvaro Morata level of not scoring, then I'll be worried. But <laughs> it's been like three games. I'm, it's fine. Other people are scoring. He doesn't have to score all our goals. Okay. It's the beauty of having a team like Chelsea, having all that depth. You don't have to rely on one player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I will say this. I'll ask the other two real quick now. Uh, in terms of Chelsea, where do you place them within the top four? Where would you put Chelsea right now? If you had to say what place they, I mean, they're in first, but where would you, you know, say in terms of power rankings, if you had to power rank them, I'm just curious where the others put them. I mean, given their current form, I, I think they're where they should be. Okay. Patterson's sticking with one. Um, as of today, yes. As of today, yes. Sorry, as of yeah. Well, I think you're safe for two weeks, mate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. The kiss of death from Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize um, to all the Chelsea fans that are. <laughs> are you um, your thoughts? 
I don't know. Uh, second. I mean, second. I, I will say the only, the only two teams we've dropped points to are Liverpool and City, and that's from a draw and a loss. Um, so obviously those, those two teams could, you could argue that they should be above us, but we haven't dropped points to Southampton or Brentford or anything like that. So, you know, it goes both ways. Okay. So there's the, there's the argument there. Uh, Nikhil, are you back? I know you've logged in. Also from that game, I just want to say, um, team owner's goal the setup to it was, was crazy. Oh my God, yes. Um, and especially the last pass that Aspilicueta made, it was like a one-touch, half-field, yep. like, I don't even know how to explain it. So Ross Barkley, control- Ross Barkley yeah. kicked the ball basically from almost the, the midfield. Uh, midfield. Yeah. Field. All the way to, like, the right cor- right-hand corner, like, almost to the touchline. Yeah. And Aspilicueta basically... One well, I don't know if he, yeah, he one touch, one touch. It was almost like a half volley, yeah. straight into the box to Timo to hit it right into the goal. Volley yeah, put it goal. on a play. That is such a yeah. fucking hard pass to make. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. So. Dave is a legend. Yeah, yeah, that was a very impressive fucking play. It was. It was pretty sick stuff. So yeah, there they go. They sit. They sit at top league as we go to the international break. But all the teams are right within punching range of, of each mm-hmm. other. So it should be. Good, good season here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the firepower in North London, or should we say lack thereof. Um, Tottenham did win 2-1 against Villa. Uh, Hoyberg and, uh, well, I guess Target scored for them uh, with the own goal. Those are the two goals for Tottenham. In between, there was an Ollie Watkins goal. Arsenal and Brighton tied nil-nil. So um, I just bring that up because Arsenal, five goals in seven matches to start the season on the other end of North London, Tottenham has the second lowest XG so far this season out of all the teams in the league. Again, that is um, times they're expected to have scored based on the opportunities they create. And I think they're in the bottom in shots. Um, so both teams kind of lacking firepower. So my question is just kind of putting these two results together. I think Tottenham did have a obviously better result. Good, good win against um, um, Villa, even though at times it wasn't so convincing. And Arsenal playing at Brighton. Brighton's proven to be a good team this year. Which team... If you had to call your shot today, which of these two teams, because I know they've been on roller coasters, finishes higher on the table this season? Uh, I, I, I won't be offended. Yeah, I, I like Arsenal a lot more, but I'll say Tottenham just because mm-hmm. of the Harry Kane factor. And if, if he can find his form, then Tottenham is much better than Arsenal. Okay. Yeah. Harry Kane does have still zero goals, zero Premier League assists. So, yes. All right. Yeah. Um, Arine Patterson, your thoughts? Um, uh, I, I'd say Tottenham just because I think Arsenal, it's more of a reliability, like, reliability issue for me. It's like they have a lot of injuries, it seems like, on and off. Um, and you just like, I know they're healthy now, but it's like, it's almost as if we're waiting for who's next to go down for Arsenal. I don't know why that's just what it is for me. And it's always a good player. Like, I don't know why. Um, so it's that. And the second reason is managers. I just rate Nuno a lot higher than Arteta. That's just me. And then three would be like Brian said, um, if they could just somehow 
if they're both at their best, I think Tottenham at their best have proven that they could beat Man City. Um, so, I mean, that that for me kind of sells it on that. I mean, and it's not knocking Arsenal. It's just saying I think Tottenham's potential is pretty high. I mean, we've seen how they could play when they're informed. So it's like, you know, if they could bring that or channel that, you know, that that's what it is for me. Okay. Patterson? With or without yeah. me. I mean, a lot of it was already said. I, I unfortunately um, agree on, on mm-hmm. Tottenham, but, but I but I do think they're going to end up close. I, I think they're both going to climb table. So um, that said, I, you know, I think I think Arsenal could if they stay. I, the key point was made: if they stay healthy and stay consistent, then then I think they have a, they have a shot of jumping Tottenham in the table for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of story left to be written. That's true, Nikhil. I think you've unmuted. You're back. Yep, yep, finally. Um, just walking nice. back from the garage. But uh, I'd say, I'd say I, w- I agree with what Patterson said. I think they're going to end up close, mm-hmm. like maybe 7, 8 or 8, eight 9 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'd, at this point, I'd honestly take Arsenal over Tottenham just, cause, just because I think Bruno <laughs> is a fraud. My guy. He's raising his arms in celebration. My guy. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, like, if you look at Arsenal's squad, like, the young players are, like, really playing like they want to be there. But mm-hmm. it's the opposite issue with Tottenham. Like, people, I don't think anybody wants to be there anymore. Like, and Kane might, <laughs> it might, Kane might still leave in, like, the January transfer window. Like, it's not a guarantee that he'll stay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And, and, and so the reason I asked this, isn't because I wanted to, I wanted to hear pandering and I wanted you guys to say, it's, it's because I really, I really don't know yeah. uh, because if you ask me it, you know, as in, you know, obviously I'm an Arsenal fan, but if I was neutrally speaking, I think it's a tough question to answer because you've seen the really good side of both teams and you've seen the really bad side of both teams. And, and to me, if you ask me next year or the year after, I would tell you no, no doubt Arsenal uh, because as Nikhil mentioned, they have, they have young players their whole back line is 24 and under um, and, and they're, they're promising players. Uh, and then you have, you know, quite a few good kids that are up front. And so what that does, is it breeds a little inconsistency because these guys are playing maybe in their first or second Premier League season. Uh, and, and so I think by next year, they'll have some things figured out. They'll have a better understanding of each other. So if you ask me like next year, the year after, I think this is the last season that if it occurs, that Tottenham will be ahead of Arsenal for five years. You heard it here first. And that's why I asked it because I'm not sure because Arsenal's consistency, it's going to be up and down. Like even, even this draw against Brighton, I kind of sat back and was like, well, Brighton's a decent team this year. I should never say that as an Arsenal fan. You know, you should never, <laughs> if you're aspiring to be a top four team, sit there and say, hey, we drew at Brighton. Not bad. But, you know, right. But I, I looked at the situation. I said, well, we kind of suck where we have at times. Brighton's been pretty good at home. Um, and so, you know, you take that result as is. So it'll be very interesting to see. Uh, what happens there? Um, but speaking of Kane, um, he hasn't he hasn't scored or assisted in his last six Premier League appearances. Last time he did that was 2015-16. Uh, so a little interesting fact there. Um, anything any of you want to say about either of these teams before we go to the rest of the Premier League? Yeah, fuck yeah. Tottenham. That's it. There you go. Fuck Tottenham it is for episode 100. And, uh, you know what? Man, I'm raw. And, and I'm just going to come out and say it, man. I love you, bro. But... Through this little upside I've seen of Arsenal, their fans have come out of the, the cupboards 
And fuck, man, on 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 soccer Twitter, they're 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 up there as being wildly just outrageous with some of their takes. I will say that. Really? Well, give yeah. me an example. Well, I mean, I know every team has fans that do that, but yeah. But yeah, what oh. what have you been saying? I got a personal quarrel with one guy named Ben. Well, there you um, go. Ben? I'll link the I'll link the the pod to him too. Ben? He, lives, he lives outside of London. He said, Did you say Den? Den, yeah. Dan? Den, Den. Den. Dan? Den. D-E-N. Den, like you're Ben. <laughs> Is it Ben? Like Benjamin? Ben? <laughs> he, uh, he was saying that Mo Salah is infamous for flopping and that he's not like as good as the media makes him out to be. I was like, come on, man. That's not, that's not fair. But we got in a huge quarrel with that. And then he was saying, it's funny you said, he said next year Arsenal are going to finish above Liverpool. And I was just like, all right, whatever, dude. So, so you got into a fight with one guy and our whole fan base is shit. Now, I mean, I'm not saying that. I think no one in their right mind thinks that. So obviously you've dealt with a really wild man. So, Den, fuck you for making us look bad. You know, not shout out to Den. That's all Den, I got to say about that. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I mean... I, you after, know, after the pod, remind me to share a, a video with you guys. There you go. Yeah, I mean, me, me saying that, it's not saying we're going to win the league, but we're going to be better than Tottenham. I'll tell you that. So, um, yeah, I, I guess fans are a little little more exciting, but I don't think Arsenal fans have anything to talk about right now. You know, Honestly, I don't know what Tottenham squad's going to look like next year, except for having Son on their team. <laughs> That's Poor guy. Poor guy. Everyone else is gone, honestly. Poor guy. Oh man. But yeah, so uh so we'll see what happens. Yeah, you I mean you get in quarrels with all types of fans. We we have our bad fans, you guys have your bad fans, everyone does. Um let's let's roll through the at least we're not man city. There we go. <laughs> at least we Jeff, have fans. Jeff's not here to defend himself, so let's just do that. Uh <laughs> so the rest of the league, um Palace and Leicester, two two draw, Ayanacho and uh Vardy scoring for Leicester, putting them two oh up. They blew the lead. Olise and Schlupp scoring for Palace in the second. Wolves two, Newcastle one. Wayne He Chan is the top new guy here at Wolves. He scored a brace and uh, Hendrick the goal for, for Newcastle. Leeds one, Watford nil, Diego Llorente with the goal for Leeds. And then Burnley and Norwich in a match that only Elton John watched. Or wait, no, he's Watford. <laughs> no. In a match that literally no one no watched. One. It was 0-0, zero, zero, so you didn't miss the, anything. Those fans from the back of the bus uh, from the Inbetweeners movie. Yes. Yeah, it, it was just them. Just them watching. So... That was it for those matches. Um, I will say this. There are four winless teams left in the Premier League. So we're going to do a little exercise here. Who is going to be the first of these four to win a match? We're seven matches into the year. And again, 20% of the league hasn't won a match. Patterson it's not Norwich. Say, it's not Norwich. So. <laughs> Patterson did say there are a lot of bad teams. Uh, we have Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley, Southampton. Which team wins first? God. Without looking at the schedule, I'd say Southampton, just because okay. they they've been solid mm-hmm. in in I, some I, of their draws. But do you want me to tell I, you guys who these teams play next? I've cheated and looked at the schedule, and okay, that's fine. That's good. Southampton. Yeah. Okay, they do play Leeds at home next. You know, I don't even have to look at the schedule. Whoever plays Norwich first is going to be the team that <laughs> stops losing. No one's going to win until they play Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the kill says all of them will lose until one of them plays Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. When does that happen? Who's Norwich playing? They play uh, Brighton. Nope. 
at Chelsea. Nope. Uh, Leeds. No, Leeds. Are, Leeds, have they won? Yeah, they've won. Darn. That doesn't happen until week. Well, we're going to have to scroll down quite a bit now, aren't we? Brentford. Nope. This is terrible podcasting. Okay. So, <laughs> so whoever's playing Norwich. I don't have who is Norwich playing round twelve. They play Southampton. Southampton on on yeah, November, November 20th. 20th. Yeah, double down on Southampton. Okay, there. so Nikhil's answer Southampton. Southampton. going to beat Burnley before then. So, <laughs> so yeah. So oh yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, so everyone's saying Southampton. Yeah. They Not also a, have quality on their team. Like they have a good midfield and they have people that could put it in the back of the net. So okay. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have a banter pick. I'm just gonna go off the, the script a little bit. My banter pick will be Newcastle uh, because <laughs> of who they're playing this week. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So they have Tottenham at home. They, so nice. that's why I pick Newcastle. They have handled Tottenham pretty well, actually. Lately. I don't know if people know this, that, um, but I, yeah, in all honesty, probably Southampton, but I'll just say Newcastle. Just be fun. Newcastle uh, 5-1 against Tottenham in uh, 26, 2017, 2016. Yeah. Yes. Wasn't that the last day? That was that, the last day. Yeah. That allowed Arsenal to finish second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, shout out. Year, yeah. Uh, and then, so everyone thinks Norwich will win last. <laughs> yes. Okay. Or not at all. I don't know or if they're going to win at all this season. That's <laughs> actually like a legitimate concern I have for them. I don't think they're going to like. I can't see them winning a game. They're that bad. I yeah. mean, their last match was progress. They drew. They didn't lose, which they've done their previous six. So um, shout out Norwich, I okay. guess. For, for, for doing that. Um, we did, we did talk about Newcastle. I don't know if you guys heard the Saudi takeover is back. Yeah. Uh, for like the ninth time in two years. Well, so I guess the big holding point was that, um, they, something with BN sport, right. They, they were canceled because they were like illegally streaming BN sport. (laughs) And, And so apparently they've gone ahead now and they said they would turn off all the illegal streams and they've cut a deal with BN sport. So I guess that that apparently raises the chances. I read something on it today. Uh, I, I will say this. I've been able to read a lot less on Twitter because what I used to do is I'd go on at the end of the night and just catch up to everything throughout the day at the very end of the night usually. But has anyone noticed the last few days the feature to see your old, like to load tweets is not working? Is that just me? Might just be you. I mean, I'm not on Twitter that much, but it might just be you. It, it's bananas. It now, yeah. Like you can't go to... Like five latest tweets. Ago. Yeah. Oh, you mean like if you scroll down, you get to the correct. Oh, so like okay. if you open Twitter, you don't open it for like twelve hours. Back yeah. then, you used to open it. You could load all the tweets that you missed. And yep. I, I, I'm weird. I, I reread everything because I don't want to miss anything. And then, yeah. but now it doesn't do that anymore. So I don't, I don't, I miss a lot of news. But anyway, I caught that one. Um, Nikhil's back. How, how are you doing? You're in a chair now. You're relaxed. Yep, yep, home finally. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, oh, so the one comment that I wanted to make that I missed out on, I know I was like out of the left field right now, mm-hmm. but like, what has Donny Van Der Beek done to Ole? <laughs> like, did he like, did he like flirt with his wife? Did he like try and make out with his daughter? Fuck his like, daughter, yeah. Fuck his daughter, like what What did he do? Like, <laughs> Good question. I mean, he's he's lately he's mad enough that he doesn't play. He's been throwing his gum. We should, Patterson. How do you feel about Van de Beek's not not playing? Like, what is that all about? I, I don't know. We'd rather play statues and idiots. 
I know where a great statue of Cristiano Ronaldo is. <laughs> yeah, but I mean this this is this is he's he's scoring. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's true. I the statue could probably score at this point. The man is a he he defies all all um logic. I I just did a search for Vanderbeek and unfortunately James Vanderbeek came up. So, um who may have a better shot at cracking the starting eleven <laughs> at this point. He probably does uh, mean. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's I don't know what's happened. The the midfield is is not good. And I don't know why why there's why why these changes aren't made. I, I'll say it again, I like Ole. He needs a tactician on the staff that knows what he's doing or he's gonna be out of a job. Yeah, I mean you like you said, Dawson's Creek on the pitch might happen before Donny Vanden, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So here is here is I'm gonna show you guys what I'm gonna what's gonna be posted by the intern. Here was the setup that NBC showed of uh, City's lineup. Very unorthodox, I must say. <laughs> they had Kevin De Bruyne in his like one little own spot to the left, <laughs> and I don't know what this formation is. This is what I was talking about. So uh, the intern will will send that. That definitely wasn't their formation. Like that. <laughs> It was NBC, what NBC Sports put, and I was, I was flabbergasted. If you guys have played football manager, you could put your lineup like that, but it's kind of weird. Like, it never yeah. works. Like I've tried those funky things, and it doesn't work in that. I suck at football manager, and I might get the new one just to redeem myself because <laughs> I don't know. It, it looked a bit like a number seven. I don't know. So so we'll move on to going around Europe. Uh, we got Well, first I'll talk a little bit about what happened in Europe before we talk about the uh, international World Cup qualifying matches coming up. Let's first talk about the big news. The European giants just falling. I don't know if you guys were able to catch action around the different leagues. Obviously, this is not as big of an upset. Barcelona losing 2-0 to Atletico. Actually, that's probably uh, expected. Uh, it, before I go to the other ones, how does Ronald Koeman still have a job? Someone please that's explain to me. Banana. We talked about Van de Beek. What, what has Koeman got on? on I don't, dude, I, at this point, you know, I know the common thing is like at least have someone – like ready to manage or like an interim or something. But at this point, like you're better off with like having no one managing your team. If I'm being honest, like <laughs> dude, dude, it's a giant shit show. You could tell the players don't like Komen. You could stop. I mean, the supporters definitely don't like them. Go on Twitter. Just listen to them. Boo at the, the lineups at the beginning. I mean, it's, it's fucking, it's wild over there. Um, yeah, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have a job at all. It's just a joke at this point. I mean, they're better off having a random fan come in and just manage every game, like manager of the match. Just, just call like someone on roll like five every match. Just be like, all right, you're up. Sergio <laughs> Busquets should be player manager. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Before Javi, let Javi, you know, do a little more coaching, and then he can come in next year. Yeah, they um, need to figure it out because they got – and they're recruiting. The recruiting fucking mm. sucks too. I mean, Jesus, mm-hmm. man. I mean, these are yeah. not – this is not Barcelona that I grew up on, and it's really weird to see. It's it, But oddly satisfying seeing seeing them kind of suck. Without, well, it's good Messi's not there because no one likes to see Messi do bad. I don't know why. But, like, I don't know. After all these years, Barcelona kind of just, like, went crazy. It's good to see them get a little, like, humble pie or something like that, you know? Yeah, I feel like all of us have, have dealt with rough stretches with our team. It's true. It's true because, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with it now. We've all had our rough stretches with our teams, and it's like, hey, it's good to see one of these guys. Yeah. You, know? you wear your Premier League yeah. jersey to, like, to like you know, drop in soccer or something like that. You know how much how many times that one – that one I'm going to say that one fucker in the Messi jersey was like, oh, 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 it's like, dude, now this is your fucking turn to fucking cry in the corner. <laughs> fuck you. That's what I said. <laughs> like, fuck you. 
to those. So and there was too many uh, of them when you go out and play rock soccer or like, like, you know, you don't want to talk about when you, your local uh, indoor soccer joint where it's dropping like nine motherfuckers are wearing messy jerseys. This is for you. This is for you. Go fuck off. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. With some pent up anger at the messy jersey wears at indoor soccer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of other European giants that fell, uh, Real Madrid lost at Espanol. Facebook live stream that rant, by the way. You did. Uh, I almost, I almost started a live stream when I started that rant on accident. <laughs> well, I wish you, I wish you had. That would have been scenes. Well, I have the video saved, so you know we we'll, we might see it as a, as an ode to the hundredth episode. Uh, Real Real Madrid losing to Espanol. Uh, you have PSG losing at Rennes. Uh, you also, you also have Ajax losing at home to FC Utrecht. <laughs> Zenit St. Petersburg lost to Star Wars. Yeah, right. Yeah, St. Petersburg lost to Sochi, Olympic host, and Bayern Munich losing at home to Eintracht Frankfurt. So all these teams lost, not even Drew, they lost. Yeah. Is is this is there something to be said about European comp and, and you even look at the Premier League, right? The only team that played in Europe that won, I mean, this includes Europa, is is uh Chelsea. If you look at it, all the other teams that drew. Well, Tottenham won too. They're in the Europa Europa conference. Conference Doesn't count. That's a (laughs) farmers league. If I've ever known one, Uh, even though I was rooting for Arsenal to be in it last year. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I'm saying is, is Europe really having that big of an effect, or is it just maybe the fact that you have Europe and then you have guys that you're going to be sending out to international duties, so you don't want to overdo them? Like what? Because when they're out of your hands, you don't you don't know what's going to go on with their training. What What do you think the reason for all these teams falling at this point in time is? Uh, I think it's just a coincidence this time mm-hmm. um, because like, I, I would say that it's, it's lower tier teams getting better, but I don't think that's really the case in, okay. in a lot of those, like in fucking league and PSG is the only team that really still has money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really only the premier league that, that can claim that, you know, division of wealth and that the lower there's only like 10 teams in the world that are richer than the last place premier league team. You know, that's true. Not yeah. many. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think it's just, it was just the perfect storm of bad form. And, and, you know, maybe it's, maybe we're really starting to see um, all the, all the top players kind of getting tired after a shortened season last year, then euros and, um, uh, South South American Cup. Why can't I think of it? Copa America. Copa America. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Just all these top players playing so many games in such a little time that you know they're starting to get tired. And maybe top teams this year just across the board will um, kind of fade off. Yeah, for a season. I think it's a mix. I think a mix of COVID happening and like putting teams in financial trouble, obviously. So forcing a lot of we presume big teams. Uh, not in the Premier League to kind of sell some players. And um, and then also at the same time, I feel like technology is is getting around pretty quick and, and ways that teams are finding out different recruiting methods and whatnot. We talked about how Brentford recruits and stuff like that. And a lot of these lower teams are maybe technologically or, or just in the back room catching up to the big teams because it's more available or, or things are just popping up more for them. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, that's what I think it is. And, you know, I think player development in these lower teams is catching up, if not getting better than big teams, because, you know, also you look at the top premier league teams and they're just buying people now. Whereas, um, you know, you're seeing teams that really bring up youth, um, kind of do well, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, or sorry, go ahead, Patterson. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I think, I think some of it's circumstantial as well. I mean, if you look at, uh, PSG, for instance, does it matter if they lose? I mean, call, yeah, they're, they're really. going to win the league yeah. and it's probably not going to be close. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in a situation like that, where you have players playing in a lot of matches, I, you know, I, I would never say they're not going to give their all in a match, but be realistic and think about what they're dealing with. They could definitely hold back a little bit in a, in a match like that. And unfortunately they got caught, but it was their first loss in, in mm-hmm. nine. So, okay. um, and, but that's just one example. You know, and I think, I think Irene's point is valid as well. I think there's some leagues are getting closer too. And then if you look at the wealth in the premier league that, that, that was mentioned, you know, was there a factor of players leaving these teams and coming into the premier league or going elsewhere? And the top teams are not as good as they were, um, which is going to drive that, um, more of that, um, um, parody as well. I mean, I'm, there's probably a lot of different reasons why, but I think everything happening in the same, the same time was just kind of a cre- uh, just kind of a wild week more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to split the difference between what all you said. I think, especially in La Liga, you're seeing where the teams can't spend money anymore. And you saw that desperation teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona that knew they were, that didn't have any money. Barcelona, who's in more debt than any, you know, than, you know, I think they have less money than all of us. Our net worths are all more than Barcelona as a, as a <laughs> club. Uh, you know, Real Madrid, you know, Florentino Perez was pushing for the Super League because he knew they don't have money. And so, yeah, that's allowing the other Spanish teams to catch up. So in that league, I think that was the case. Um, I agree with what Paris said about PSG. You know, they probably put all their big guns out in, in Champions League, right? They were, um, weren't they playing City? So they played all their big guys against City. You know, you, you you play a match that doesn't mean much. You're playing Ren. Uh, you, you take the risk that you could win, you know, with, with your backup team. So there's that. And then, um, yeah, I think uh, you also have situations where Bayern Munich maybe got poisoned. I don't know what happened with Bayern Munich. So uh, so there's, there is a coincidence factor that Brian mentions as well. I think it's very interesting how it all came together uh, in this case. But, um, you know, maybe we'll see more or less of this around European weeks. Uh, let's see how it plays out, especially as... Teams like Bayern, PSG wrap up their leagues probably, what, five weeks before the season ends? Uh, you know, you you're, you are guaranteed, though, I think, to see some good battles um, in the Premier League, uh, in Serie A, and in um, – what was that? What else was I going with? Um, not Bundesliga, not, not uh, League League No, in Portugal. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Maritimo's coming back, baby. Uh, <laughs> so, so there's that. Uh, okay. Um, any other comments or thoughts, Nikhil? Any thoughts on these teams, uh, the big guns losing? Not really. I think I think it's just a blip. Uh, I don't think it's yeah. going to happen again. <laughs> Especially not with Bayern Munich. Yeah. Uh-huh. Patterson, what's going on over there in the back? Yeah, well, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to step on anyone. It'd be nice if we were in a studio together. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I, I'm, th- I'm thinking back to the stu- to the shenanigans with the Super League. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point did the European Union nations uh, 
think about doing something like that uh, again. I mean, you, you would you would exclude the Premier League, of course, because it's obvious that's not going to happen. But how does a PSG stay competitive in Europe when uh, and you look at Spain too? I mean, I I don't. It's again just a, a provocative thought. It's probably some some years off because it would possibly devastate um, some of the lower tiers. But I could see some where there could be some consolidation across continental Europe. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I've been preaching this. I've been preaching this, but I'm going to, I get so much hate, but it's, it's okay. I, 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 Anderson. I, it makes sense. I mean, I work for an organization that uh, builds large machines across several European nations and they do it well. Um, and I mm-hmm. think it would have been impossible to think about that, um, you know, 40 years ago. So it, it, Europe has come together. I, I think it. I, I think it's a logical next step. Non Premier League Super League. That'd be pretty yep. fun. That'd be bananas. Totally on imagine- topic. I'm doing a master's paper, and Spain needs to get their act together on and off the field because the country's unemployment rate is damn near 16. <laughs> percent So I'm doing it on windmill turbines in the ocean. And shout out Portugal for only being at seven percent when they were at like 16 two years ago. So. <laughs> Quick, Spain, get your shit together all around. <laughs> Dude, I did a whole thesis on winter. You and you haven't asked me anything. Yeah, maybe you could help me or like I could use you as a reference on my paper. <laughs> there <right>? you go, <laughs> lad. Yeah, surely you can. <laughs> this podcast thesis. as a source. This podcast have is have you guys met in, in, in person? Yeah, have you guys ever met in person or is it this or just a podcast this relationship? <laughs> this, is, this is just we live uh, eight floors away, but this is how we do it. We just do this now. <laughs> this is our life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Spain, I guess. Yeah. needs to get their stuff. Well, you know what? I'm just going to talk about it now. <laughs> they did get their stuff together on the pitch because I didn't even know until today that there was a UEFA nations league semifinal. Did you guys know that, that was happening? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Spain did win two, one. They'd advanced, they've advanced to the final. Um, after uh, Bonucci was sent off after two yellow cards. So uh, Spain with the 2-1 win. Ferran Torres scoring for them along with, um, well, he scored twice. <laughs> Both <laughs> assists from Oyarzabal and uh, Pellegrini getting the Italian goal. Um, I guess they're just happy with having won the World Cup and they didn't really care much. The winner plays the winner of Belgium and France. Belgium and France. Euro is not World Cup. Yes. Sorry, Euros. Yes, my bad. And and Belgium and France kick off at 1.45 Central today, if you're listening to the pod today. Uh, winner will play Spain. So Spain did get their shit back together on the pitch. Did you guys, First of all, did you guys know that this was happening at the moment in time? And second of all, who's going to win this cup that no one cares about? I, I knew what happened because um, there were like four Chelsea players that were involved. And, and you know, they put social media posted about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Belgium is going to beat France and beat Spain in the finals. Okay. All right. So you got Belgium. Any other guesses? Um, no one gives a shit about this tournament. <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be a French-speaking nation. Okay. <laughs> I like France as well. Also, that... Um, Damn, I didn't know Spain, Italy was on a 37 match unbeaten streak until then. That's wild. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
took a red card for them to lose. Yeah. And they even scored a man down, by the way. They were down 2 nothing with the red card and scored to make it 2-1. But anyway, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to watch or has an opportunity, there's a lot of World Cup qualifying tomorrow, by the way, which we'll um, get into in a second. I want to hold that for the end of the Around Europe segment. Just a couple little tidbits before we get there. Serge Aurier is joining Villarreal. That means we have former Tottenham player Serge Aurier joining former Arsenal manager Unai Emery. What can go wrong? <laughs> How do we feel about Serge Aurier to Villarreal? Do we even care? Don't care. Okay. No one else? <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that, then something a little more interesting Watford has fired another manager. We know that this has been an issue with them every year in their Premier League. They kind of they kind of fire their managers real quick. I believe they went through what three last time they were in the Premier League, and or four maybe. And um, Shisko, uh, <laughs> the guy who I originally thought was Daniel Farka weeks ago, um, <laughs> has been fired. He was the manager I, I would never remember when when he'd come up. Uh, he's gone. Claudio Ranieri, former Premier League winner with Leicester City, is in. Uh, first of all, before we get into some of the poll questions that Steve has offered, shout out Steve. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Has Shisco been fired too soon? Uh, is Claudio Ranieri the guy here? What do we think? Uh, I'll start with Nikhil on this one. Honestly, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Andy Tate answer. Don't care. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone else with something to weigh in here on Shisco? No, I've I mean, never heard of him. Yeah. I never will hear of him again. Honestly, if I saw him at a steakhouse, I wouldn't even bother to get a picture with this lad. I don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm not sure why a, a team in their position this early in the season would change a manager. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just trying not to get relegated, right? Yep, exactly. So I, I don't I don't get it. Yep, I agree. I, and Shisco Munoz is his full name. It was shocked. Is he Portuguese? His full name is Francisco Javier Munoz Yampart, actually. Yeah. And, he's, and he's only been with the club for less than 10 months. So, That's you know, you, he's only 41 years old. Oh, yeah. Wow. Right. So they're in 14th. They have seven points. They're not in the relegation zone even right now. So, I mean, when you have a team like Watford who just got promoted, I, I don't know. To me, that's kind of wild, isn't it? I mean, is it just me that sees it as wild? I mean, they're going to get sent down. Wild. They're going to go through two other managers. So, like, whatever. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Also, wild fact, there's a player in Lazio named Romano Mussolini. His mom was a politician, Alessandra Mussolini. Grandfather, Romano Mussolini. Well, I see where this is going. Great-grandfather, Benito Mussolini. So wild. And he plays for Lazio. And for those of you that don't know, Lazio's little political team um maybe the, maybe the family shouldn't be in politics that's <laughs> true yeah just just a thought i don't know <laughs> mussolini's great grandson right now is uh starting for lazio these days oh my <laughs> i put God. my finger on it but... uh, this has gone from shisco talk to mussolini's great grandson playing in lazio he is mate he'll be on italy soon too that's gonna come what position does he play i believe midfield Oh, I would have said that would have been wild if he was a striker. Um, anyway, <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is a stupid joke. Um, uh, Claudio Ranieri, does he have any shot to succeed? Is is I mean, he he won he with Leicester. He's been hired? Chelsea manager. Huh? He, yeah, he got hired. He he doesn't yeah. have 
Riyad Mahrez and Golo Kante on his team, so he's not going to succeed. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to succeed if you're hired by a team that just got promoted, is fairly comfortable, and just fires their manager. But <laughs> what I see is no reason. So, no, <laughs> he's not going to succeed. Yeah. I mean, he did, people forget, he did get fired from Leicester too. It's not like he didn't get fired. I mean, he had that great glory, but then he ended up getting fired. And he's been fired from Chelsea before too. So any thoughts, Brian, on the former Chelsea manager? He was, he was Chelsea manager before I was a fan. So I don't know. Like I said, he's, he's not, no, he won't last. So this brings us to a poll question. Steve asked, who will be the next manager to be fired in the premier league? Will it be Claudio Ranieri, anyone else, or C-Results? I think the C-Results was click it to see if you wanted to see one. C-Results had more votes than Claudio Ranieri. Uh, uh, so l- let me ask you guys, who do you think the next manager to be fired will be in the Premier League? I think it'll be someone else. Um, who would that be, though? Steve Bruce? Norwich is smarter than Watford because they don't just – they mm-hmm. have a manager that can succeed in the lower league. So they're not just going to fire him for not succeeding in the premier league. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say, uh, I'll say Nuno. Nuno. Okay. So you think Spurs are going to spiral here real quick? Yes. Okay. Who who do you get? Who else? Who else do we have as the next manager to be fired? Daniel Farquhar. <laughs> King, King Farquhar from, uh, <laughs> This dude can only finish last so many times, bro. Time to go back to the swamp and defeat Trek, mate. The Premier League is not for you. <laughs> All right, so there's one guess. Uh, uh, Patterson, who's your pick to get fired next? <sighs> Brian stole my answer. Okay. Yeah, so you got Nuno as well. Good. I, that makes me happy, Mikhail. And, and um, I, I, to justify it too, yeah, I, I think I could see Tottenham in a position where they're either going to play well oh, and, yeah. and you know climb the table like i said they could earlier or they're gonna fall apart and if they fall apart manager goes too <laughs> dude dude i don't know about you guys zoom <laughs> yeah yes it cut out it paused for a second happened. and then it went double speed so you're talking like twice as fast yeah, that's, yeah. maybe i was doing that uh in real life it'll forever be a mystery as to what i said <laughs> people listening on their pod are gonna have to get to slow it down <laughs> tweet tweet yeah tweet out what i said it sounded like me after visiting the the club bathroom and, and investing in some white powder in the bathroom <laughs> <Jesus>. uh, <laughs> shout out and that's the hundredth episode uh, no, I'm yikes i now can't get hired anywhere that requires a security clearance thank you <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, who's your manager? Um, gonna have to say, I hope honestly that it's Ole more than anybody else. Okay, I feel like, like, I don't know how much more that man can do to like keep that job because every time he gets close to getting fired, he pulls off like something out of the ass and manages to not get fired. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, this time, I, th- I think he's like pushing the limit a little bit right now. It's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. He's not going to make it out. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with our boy, friend of the pod, Steve Bruce, or as we call him, Bruce Steve around these neck of the woods. I know a lot of Newcastle fans don't like him. Um, 
And I know that the Ashleys do, but if they end up selling, he's gone. He's, he ain't going to make it. He's a nice guy. He does good press conferences, but uh, you know, unfortunately I think that only cuts it for so long with, with Newcastle and how impatient their, their fans are impatient. Their fans are becoming. Uh, so yeah, so we'll see how uh, Ranieri does. Steve also asked later who will be fired first. Cause I think he really thinks Ranieri is going to be fired soon. Who will be fired first out of Claudio Ranieri or Matt Nagy? Little cross sport <laughs> action right there. <laughs> I think Matt Nagy, because I, I mean Ranieri. Oh wait, hold on. Ranieri signed Ranieri, a two year deal, and Matt he Nagy just got hired. They're they're going to give him a little bit of slack. Like they're going to give him through the end of the year, like through that end of the NFL season. Which is you think Nagy gets fired in January? Months. No. Yes. Okay. So Brian says Nagy. Aren't you vote Ranieri? Well, this is tough. This is a, um, it's a good question. I'll go Nagy, actually. Yeah, fuck it. Just because I'm hopeful. <laughs> Fingers All crossed. Right. Uh, Patterson or Nikhil? Nagy is the head coach of the Bears, yeah. for those that don't follow yeah. NFL. Sure. Chicago Bears. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At the footy corner, too. Those that don't know, let us know. Yeah, Nagy's the Bears head coach. Because I guess, yeah, we might have some English listeners in the U.K., I'd say Nagy too. Yeah. I don't think I don't think uh, Claudio is getting fired anytime soon. I mean, he yeah, at least okay. at least not until the end of the season. I think I think they'll give him more season. All right, uh, and and Patterson. I hope my voice stays at the same speed this time. <laughs> Start talking I, really slow on purpose. Definitely going to be Nagy because the the <laughs> he's he's already gone. I mean, the the fans already want his hat. He's not going to survive the season. All right. I'm going to come out with the wildest of wild takes. I think just because of the ownership, who deserves to get fired first? Matt Nagy, obviously, because you see the spike behind me, Chicago guy. Every Chicago person says Matt Nagy out. Uh, but I think because of the ownerships of each team, you know, the Bears like Nagy. He's a, he's a good guy. They like good people. Um, I think that <laughs> Claudio Ranieri probably lasts, uh, what, another five or four, three months Three months? Will that take us to January, I guess? Okay, two, three months. And uh, Watford's going to want a new toy. So I think Ranieri. That's what I'm going to go with. But we'll see what happens. Um, so so shot him alert for whoever's wrong? <laughs> well, I mean, do you guys want to do that or no? No. Harrison says it's no. No. Nikhil, yeah, no. Okay. Always now. Yeah, we can't just be <laughs> nope. handing out. This isn't Halloween. We can't just be handing out little shots of more like it's all. We got to do something a little more difficult because you want me to do it. I know. I know how this is. Um, but let's let's see what happens with Rain Area at Watford. It will be an interesting situation. Let's really quickly get to some World Cup qualifying previews. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go to every confederation. Don't think it's worth it. We'll just talk about them when they happen. I just want to give a quick shout out. Iran's got a tough set of matches here. They're at the UAE. And then they're hosting South Korea, which are the two best teams in their group. If they could get out of it with four points, that's, I think, spectacular. Six would be a dream. Three would even be fine where they're at in the group. So, um, are there any quick comments on that before I get to the CONCACAF that everyone else will jump in on? Um, I don't know, man. We got to win it against UAE. You think so? That's tomorrow morning or today, this morning when you listen to the pod, 11.45 a.m. Yeah, it's going to be out UAE. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the kills UAE guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, Is, I, I was gonna say. Did did, did Ali Alipour get a call up? <laughs> he did not. He has not. Oh man, been called up, which is wild. Um, I was hoping he would. He does. He has not. Um, 
but yeah, I think, you know, out of Iran, South Korea, UAE are the top three in that group uh, pretty clearly. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think getting, you know, I you say they should beat UAE. I think even getting an away point is good. Be nice to though. Like that's just, yeah. Yeah. Getting, getting a win against South Korea would be something though. I think that'd be pretty sick. Um, let's talk CONCACAF. Uh, I guess more spe- specifically USA. I was going to mention Canada, but Jeff's not here. So I don't think that really matters. Um, although I was going to say, Arjun, did you want to bet Canada in the first game? Who are they? Uh, who are they playing? <laughs> Remember that time Mex- uh, just, just, just bet them, mate. Don't Remember when you said I'm bad. taking Jamaica no matter who they're playing? Yeah, and, and then they lost like nine games straight. They're terrible now. And they're playing they're Mexico. Playing. Yeah, so that's who Canada's playing, by the way. They're playing Mexico uh, today. Also today, the USA does play Jamaica. Uh, Jamaica's missing pretty much everyone of note. Uh, Leon, Leon, Bailey. Leon Bailey won't play. Uh, Pinnock, the guy from, from Brentford, won't be playing. Uh they're missing a lot of Burke. I have a question. It's not, not Irie, Mon. I have a question. These these people that switch countries are, in my opinion, a bit fraudulent. Do you guys <laughs> think this should be like legal? You think they should do this this late into their careers? Like <laughs> one month ago, you were aboard the Jamaica train, and now that you're <laughs> playing the U.S., you're saying that they're frauds. I'm on board. I'm not saying it. they're frauds. I'm just saying, like, what do you guys think about that? Because like. I'm on board with it. Okay. You're it on board with what? With, with switching to a tenuous connection country, basically. Yeah. Okay. Because, right. I mean, I guess it depends on the country. Um, if it's if it's a team like Jamaica where you can actually maybe get a little bit of exposure, then then that's good. But if it's a team like trying to think of the most obscure country I can think of, like, I don't know, Vanuatu or something. That's a country. <laughs> is that a country? I don't know. It, it, it is indeed a country. It's in, the, it's in Oceania. Is that a country? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Cause it, it's almost like def- admitting defeat for some of these guys that they're not going to make it on their country's squad, like England or wherever they're from. Leon Bailey, I don't know where his home country is, but their actual home country. Mm-hmm. You said Mikel Antonio is on Jamaica now? Yeah, yeah. he won't be yeah. playing in this match either. Yeah, he, he's not making the England squad, so he might as well, if, he's, if he wants to play in international tournaments, just for personal glory or whatever, mm-hmm. then his best chances, he's the best player in Jamaica, so might as well. Well, according to Gabriel Agbangohor, though, he prefers him over Harry Kane. So maybe it would be different. He's stuck with England. But but what yeah. if Tiago tomorrow, Tiago Alcantara was like, dude, I just feel more Brazilian today. Then he switches teams. Like, what's your opinion on that? Like, he just. Well, there, there are rules against that. Like, once you've made a certain number, like, <laughs> if you've had caps for a country, you can't just switch. Three caps. It, it's three yeah. caps, and uh, but you have and you have senior caps. a certain age too. Yes, three senior yeah. caps, and you have to be under a certain age to make the one-time switch. And then that's well, it. Then you're stuck. I mean, fraud to me. That's all I'm saying. It's just a bit fraud. Who, who's Tiago's well, brother? Rafinha. Rafinha. Yeah, and they 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 play for different countries. And same with the Boatangs. Yeah, Boatangs. Yeah, there's there's a couple others. I can't remember. Boatangs. Quite is a big few. One. Quite a few. Uh, Prince. 
So, yeah. So, okay. So um, let's talk quickly here. USA, they're hosting Jamaica today. They've got a, an away match to Panama, who's actually doing pretty well in the group. And then they host Costa Rica. Nine points available. I'm going to take it to the to our uh, to our uh, U.S. Uh, guy expert here, Patterson. How many points are acceptable out of nine in these three matches that are coming up for the U.S.? Then we'll talk about the squad that they have. Seven, seven. Yeah, it, minimum, right? Is minimum, minimum seven, or you're saying seven minimum. is a success? No question. Okay, nine, nine is a, nine is a success. Anything less than seven, seven is, is bad. Okay, very bad. Yeah, it, it, we we have to. You can't the, lose. The, the, we can't be mediocre anymore. It, it's it's. Yeah. We're, what, we should be way beyond that. What if they get six? Fire everyone! Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it depends what those. The, if you lose to Jamaica, and you yeah, get six, bad. you know it's bad. But then you beat two teams that are right behind you. It it, it there's it. It depends how those six points come about, um, but okay. uh, I definitely seven. Okay, seven. Uh, let's just go around. What do you, everyone else name their points, Arine? Well, okay. You'll get sometimes you'll get global Arine when I'm all peaceful and shit. But here's <laughs> I want every fucking point. I'm tired of losing to these poverty teams, bro. It's not acceptable or just like giving up points. Like, let's be real. Like, I'm I fuck I fucking said this before. I'm gonna say it again. You cancel me, but I'm sick and tired of losing to these teams that like, well, what's the, I always, I, I joke about their team, but I'm forgetting their name. It was like Coca-Cola or some shit. Curacao. Bacardi? Curacao. Bacardi. These fucking random island team, like, bro, look at, no, I'm so done. This shouldn't be a question. We should run through all these teams. I don't care if soccer is their first country. First country. First sport. This is fucking ridiculous, bro. <laughs> the only teams that the only team that's acceptable to drop any points for in my book, and I'm gonna stick by this, is Mexico. That is it. Yeah. Canadians are frauds. They have one player. That's it. I'm done with it. And then maybe two. I don't know. Um yeah, no, I no, I'm done with it. If we are yep. if we're, if we're full strength, this team is 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 good. Giorena, Pulisic, um, you know, this random lad that plays for Salzburg, he's top New Jersey lad. Harrison. I like him a lot. Harrison. We have quality, bro. Well, let's go to the World Cup. Let's fucking let's grab this thing by the balls. I'm all for it. I want nine out of nine. In all right. No, Costa knowing Rica's the, a poverty team to me. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I'm done with it. No, knowing the first two guys you mentioned are not playing or available, do you change your number? No. Because Pulisic and Reyna are not in the squad. They're injured. I want nine. Okay, yeah. nine points. Okay. I, I, I won't be as bombastic as Irene, but I agree wholeheartedly. We need nine. We should be getting nine points out of this. I was. I just looked up the population of the country. We're playing Panama, Costa Rica, and Jamaica. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are yeah. more people in the greater New York City area than there are in all three of those countries combined. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and we're stooping to like – us as fans, and as even you notice, when you stoop down and you make it a you make it competitive, we shouldn't do that. Like it's a mentality thing. I feel like the USA does. They always play to their opponents, which is good at some points. What you see to play up, you, yeah, you see, you know, it's good in, in World Cups. Like we've we've 
done better than we probably should have. Like we've hung around with Germany. We've hung around with Belgium for God knows, but yeah, then like Portugal, then we'll, but then when we play Martin, yeah, Port- but then when we play Martinique, when we play, you know, Tobago. when we play like the Virgin islands, like Tim Duncan's on the fucking field, we should be running these, <laughs> bro. You don't go to their level. I'm fucking tired of it. Oh, wow. Okay. Arrington had enough of, uh, of drawing these teams. Nikhil, how many points, knowing Pulisic, knowing Rain are not playing, uh, would you say are acceptable in these three? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I feel like they'll win the first two, but Costa Rica mm-hmm. is going to be a hard team to beat. Okay. Like, I feel like Costa Rica is going to bring it, and it's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what I would say. Um, All right. So you're going to have six or seven? Um, I'd say it's six for now. Okay. Also, shout out uh, lower.com field because that's what the stadium is called in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> so crew. Oh, God. It's crew, baby. You said lower.com? Yeah, that's what the stadium is called. It's called lower.com field. Also, fuck the news. That's wild. Do they, do they have a partnership with uh, the White Sox stadium? I have no idea. Guaranteed rate field, the downward arrow. <laughs> well, we There's going to be some good baseball being played there this we, weekend. That's all I got to we say, call, boys. We call it the G spot now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to say I'd love to go to a soccer game at lower stadium or whatever it's called. Lower.com. <laughs> yeah, lower.com because so they, Columbus, Columbus can build some pretty damn nice stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say that to me, Jamaica, you should win. No question. Jamaica's missing all those players. They're last place in the group. And I like the chances at home this team has. I, the only match that worries me is that Panama match. And so if I, if we get seven, I, I'm okay with seven, six. I have the same, the taste that we had in our mouth after this last international break, like they, they kind of made it a little better. If they get six, that's the taste I'm going to have. Nine, I'll be happy. Seven, okay, that's fine. We're rolling. We're going to make it. Six, uh, anything more than six, I'm ready to just go next door to the U.S. soccer house and just take it, you know, <laughs> drop a shit in their lawn. So uh, <laughs> I'll join you. Yeah, call me up. I'll be up there. For the footy corner uh, reunion. Light a bag US of soccer. shit on fire. <laughs> yes. that, that's that, their, that's exactly uh, that's exactly how I see the three games going. Listen. We're the U.S. and and we we go into Panama and to think that there is not a gigantic target on our backs to beat us would be naive. And I know if you look at the U- U.S. around the world, we're not a good team, right? But when you mention we play teams like Belgium, well, it's the same reason because we play up to their level because they're Belgium, and those teams are doing that to us, and so we have to be in an unfamiliar position as being the better team. And we have to withstand that barrage and we have to play with composure and win. And that's something we've not been able to do. Yeah. Very, actually, those are very good points. I got a good, good prop for you guys. Ricardo Pepe over under one and a half goals in these three matches. Over, over, over Patterson. Over. Heel over. Okay. Okay. What what club does he play for? I think FC Dallas. Dallas, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, Dallas. Uh, the only reason I, I'd go with over two is because if you look at the forward position, Matthew Hop, Hoppy will be there. Brendan Aronson, the guy that Ryan was referencing earlier, the Jersey boy. Uh, and also Tim Weah is back. 
So shout out to Tim Lee. I mean, yeah. he'll make some noise. So that'll be nice to see. Weston McKinney has already been named his starter for tomorrow's match. They already said he's going to be in the lineup. So this is his moment. He, I mean, he, he fucked up. Uh, That's good for Pulisic's uh, sister, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he fucked up and this is his chance to kind of make up for it. You know, we, we have Tyler Adams. He can make up for some of the mental errors he had in the first set of matches. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I have, you know what's wild, by the way? Tim, what Tim, we- Tim Weah's dad is the president of Liberia. It's, banana- it's awesome. It's banana- yeah, I mean, awesome. he's also a soccer legend, George Weah, but he's also yeah. the president of a country. He also played for Arsenal, didn't he? Uh, Pretty sure he did, maybe. No, he played oh. for he played for Chelsea. Oh damn it! Most of most of his uh, career was in France. He played for PSG in Monaco, and then also played for AC Milan for six years. Oh well, there we go. Okay, top lad Tim Weah and his dad George Weah. Okay, so with that in the books, any last notes you guys have about Concacaf? Any qualifying notes you want to make? Any shout outs to countries we don't know about? Uh, I there's I can name a lot of countries that you guys have probably never heard of, but I'm sure Patterson has heard of them, but I doubt Irene has. <laughs> Give me so, a country. What? Give me a country. Micronesia. Easy. Easy. Okay. Uh, You've heard Equat- of them? Equatorial Guinea. Oh yeah, I mentioned Equatorial Guinea. Oh the- yeah, you did. I, I, okay. I think the game we should play is you well, should name a word. And Irene has to guess if it's if it is or if yes. it's not a country. Okay. Yes, yes. Let's play this game. Turkey. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh shit! You know uh, my geography. Okay. I would um, honestly go up in a geography contest with you, and I bet you I'd beat you. I think you get my. You get you. You're looking. I. All right, fine. No, you do good, but this this dude no, can I, name like places I, on maps that I I will. I will, yeah, I, I will accept that challenge 10 times out of 10. I am so down. Any stakes, any stakes. We got to find a game and we got to go head to head. Cause I'm just saying it. Brian's really good we've, at geography. I think we've got a spinoff podcast. <laughs> we should. Brian, we should do trivia Brian and Irene, look at maps. Like flags <laughs> or something like that too? Oh, or flags like are great. That. I'm, I'm okay at flags. I'm Capital. good at capitals. Um, you know what's, speaking of that, you know what's really funny is that I love maps. And when I was growing up, I would always like take out the Atlas on road trips and just like study and stare at the Atlas for hours at a time in the car. And now um, when we're taking road trips, Johnny's in the backseat. He asks us to put the map up on the, uh, on the display. And um, he watches the map as we're driving. And he, he, he loves maps too. Like it, it must be um, genetic because he will, he actually at school made a, he drew a book of maps. I mean, they were just like scribbled lines all over the place, but he called them maps. Damn. So I, I'm just warning you, Irene map maps and geography runs in the family. Yeah. World it geography. Is, is a strong gene. It's a world, strong I'll, gene. I'll tell you what my weakness is. Cause I accidentally enrolled in honors world history. <laughs> um, Africa. I'm not good with Africa. Okay. I, I'm not great with Africa either. It, it, it changes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
South Sudan is the newest country. Yeah, shout out. That's where, um, what's his name? The Bulls player was from. Luol yeah. Deng. Luol Deng. All right, all right. I'm going to play this game with you. I'm going to name, I'm going to say words and you tell me if it's a country or not. Okay. okay. Swamiland. Swamiland. If it's a country, that's not a country now. Correct. It's close. Swaziland is, is a country. Botswana. Botswana, definitely, yes. Swaziland is actually called Eswatini now. That's bananas. I didn't know that. <laughs> right. I don't like my odds anymore. Now, <laughs> uh, Nauru. Nauru, yes. Okay, where is it? Nauru is it's in the uh, it's in Oceania. It is. He got it right. I know where. I know it, bro. You're you're captain. Like, I know that. I'm a what? Wait, I'm trying to think. All right, I'm just gonna let you go. I think you. I think you've passed. What, what's the capital of Tuvalu? I don't know that. I don't even know what Tuvalu is, bro. <laughs> Man, I, I thought it was Gandhi. Tu- Tuvalu is another country. I want to say, wait, I, I'm, I could be completely wrong. There's a capital, a world capital called Funafuti. Like fu- <laughs> Funifuti or something? Funafuti? And I think it yeah. might, yeah. It's the, it is. It's the capital of Tuvalu. Okay, that's right. It is, right. and that is a one of the Union Jack flag countries as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow, Pat- Patterson flag, would yeah. make would 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 make some waves in the geography challenge as well. I I yeah, I also read maps as a child. I was the navigator <laughs> from like age five. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, uh-huh. yeah. Fun fact: uh, a guy named Captain Patterson discovered um, discovered this island. Tuvalu. Oh, so, uh, yeah. It was it was called Nanumea. So if we trace your family wow, trees, goodness me. like Arine Trace Mussolini's, are we going to find out that your great <laughs> ancestor found this land? No. Okay. Uh, so speaking of geography, uh, a comment made on the pod, I want to give a shout out. Brian, you actually did say this. So Sheriff Tiraspol isn't even technically from Moldova. They're actually located in Transnistria, which is an unrecognized breakaway state that used to be part of Moldova. Almost every other country in the world, though, still considers it as Moldova. So that's a little fun fact there. Um, Also, shout out to Hill letting us know that Ozark is back. Has anyone seen any new episodes? I have not. No, it's it's back now? No, it's not back right now. No, no, no. no. I think it's uh, in two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. So are we we all ready for it then? Yes. I I haven't seen any Ozark. Oh, me! I'm missing out. Yeah. I know. Oh, Lord. Yes, you are. Yes. Yeah. It's, I know. It's it's gonna, Jason Bateman is. It's one of those shows that yes. I know yeah. I need to watch and I, I just haven't. Now that we're on the topic, though, I'd like to just put um, a vote in for Squid Game. I am three episodes in. I have oh, damn. so much shit about Squid Game. And it's good. I'm, I'm like two episodes in. No, no, I, I, I agree with that. I've good. seen like two episodes. It's really good. I've heard it's a lot like, of good uh, stuff about it. It's, it's messed it looks, up. Yeah. It looks wild. Did yeah. you hear about the suggestion at the same place I did? What? what Netflix? Yeah. Like yeah. the front page of Netflix? <laughs> yeah. yeah I was going to say, I, everyone's, everyone was tweeting about it. That's how I saw yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it just shows yeah. up when you open Netflix. It's just yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I was just saying, because on, on Saturday, our, our grandma was in town. We were visiting, and our oh, cousin's man. soon-to-be husband, Alan, mentioned Squid Game, Squid Game if you recall. So anyway... <laughs> That's why I asked. Um, I mentioned Squid Game at that event, but that's okay. We'll just <laughs> Arne mentioned Squid Game. I can Game. confidently yeah. say I did not hear about it at that event. 
Amazing. All right, guys. Ted Lasso finale, by the way, Friday. Oh, shoot. I need to catch up. I'm three or four. Oh, shit. Are you a lasso guy? There's so much I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't seen the latest season. Yeah, I haven't seen season three. Okay. We're on season two. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen season three. It's the song choice at the end of the last episode was great. I forget what the song was, but well, I have an idea. Well, it was, (laughs) I I can tell you because it's not going to ruin anything. It was Karma Police. Oh, yeah, yeah, radio, yeah, Radiohead, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, it's it's coming amped for the next episode. Yes, I love that song. I, 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 again, I won't, there's no spoilers here. Yeah, I I love, I love when a show can make you really like a character and then you and then turn on them. Yes. Mm It, it, mm. it's just such good writing so th- there's a little bit of a a little drop of a hint for okay. anyone who hasn't seen looking it, forward to it but speaking of yes. speaking of songs at the end, the end of an episode the end of episode one of season two yeah you mentioned when before, life is yeah. life played i just I, I just listen to that now to pump me like it just excites yeah. me when I, makes me happy when i go to teach it, it my the music has been the, the music's great yeah yeah and, um, uh-huh. among other things and then I mean, the whole show is great obviously but it's true but the music's been outstanding yeah. yeah, I'll catch back up. I we we veered off because we were caught up and we're like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> we went from geography to Squid Game. To- <laughs> we did. No, no. Yeah. We're we're, soccer in it's second. full circle back to soccer. Ted Lasso yeah. is about we're, soccer. Yeah, this so, worked. So, so yeah, we veered off and went to and went to um, Breaking Bad, and and so now I need to finish that. I'm in the last season. Oh, then we'll get back to, great. Then we'll get back to Ted Lasso. Then we'll do, you know, then we'll see what happens. Squid Game, probably. Yeah. Then Ozark. Then um, I'm going to forever be <laughs> on my couch. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so let's uh, give a last I, I will tie it to Premier League is that the show Ted Lasso oh, yes. had, uh, they came, came to an agreement or something. I don't know exactly what it was, but with the Premier League um, for merchandising or, or not merchandising, for rights. So that mm-hmm. next season, um, next season's the Ted Lasso show, they can use all of the Premier League like branding and like broadcast stuff. I was like broadcast surprised. graphics. I was surprised in season one when they were able to use like Man City stuff because they use that. Yeah, no players, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can we'll you can also buy a kit now. They, they yes. have a full line of merchandise yeah. available. And I, I haven't asked for that for Christmas, but I'm hoping Allison. Oh, I'm going to get one of those for Allison for Christmas. Okay. And yeah. Okay. If anyone's buying me anything, I want a Roy Kent shirt. Just Roy Kent. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. It's large. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. So um, let's, let's get a Healy poster. I'll take a Healy poster. Healy poster, yes. Oh, my God. So, so the winner of the... Tape it to your ceiling above your bed. The, who will be the next manager? Uh, no, who will finish the season higher in the Premier League? Um, Leicester or Brighton? 55% pick Brighton. 45% pick Leicester. So we'll see how that pulls up. It was actually 50-50 oh, wow. until really the end. I was, I was kind of monitoring that one. And then we will have new nonces later. But the winner of last week's nonce of the week was Devin Williams. He's the relief pitcher of the Milwaukee what? Brewers who punched a wall after they celebrated winning the um, central. And now he's out for the postseason. <laughs> he, he, he punched a wall. Yeah. So he's the winner of, of the knots of the week. Um, I mean, I think, I think he's their setup, man. So they're without a setup, man. If they lose their first series, it's on him. Um, Lyle Collins and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had 20% each. Appalachian State got 0%. Um, I don't, 
Yeah, I don't think I voted because I was driving while I was listening. So I and then I got to work and I was done. I completed. Well, who would you vote for now? We'll see what happens. Lyle Collins was the Cowboys player who tried to bribe a drug test collector. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Out quite well for him. (laughs) Olay, I think, was on here because he blamed Liverpool for the fact that United hasn't gotten as many penalties as they did last year, even though they haven't played them once this year. And Appalachian State fans, this is the kind of more serious ones because they they yelled at Marshall players and. Like yelled very derogatory things at them. I won't say that. I would have voted for the pitcher. So yeah, all good. Okay. Yeah, he's an idiot. All right. So to round out the hundredth episode, I think it's best to do what we do best, and that's a Mount Rushmore. We haven't done one in a while. Yeah. My favorite. You know, gotta love it. We got five of us here. I was thinking we'd have an even number. We got five, and we'll do a little bracket style. Um two in one bracket and three in another, and the winners will play in a final. So that's what we'll have here because I can't do five options on on Twitter polls for some weird reason. So we'll find I'll find a way. We'll see who wins. But I'm going to go ahead and share the screen. So what we're going to do first is find out the draft order. okay? and that will be based on. Let me make sure I share the right window. Can't be sharing my other things with you guys. All right. So I just entered the porn tab you have up. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing like the not redtube.com. (laughs) <laughs> so looking at I just slash bbc yeah, yeah i see africa, africa bbc africa. um <laughs> yeah, there's another tab with hentai on it oh, you're kind of wild and what can i say i've had a long week um <laughs> so so we've got the names here i'm just going to hit shuffle and it, the order is going to be where it lands oh wow Okay. okay, I got the first pick. Okay. <laughs> I kind of didn't want I'm the okay first pick. I'm okay with two. I'm okay with two. Oh, man. Can I reshuffle? Because I don't want the first I pick. Well, okay. Well, shoot. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. So this is the order. So I'm going to write that order. You guys all remember what number you were. So I'm going to write the order down, and then I'm going to show you the snake draft. That way we don't get confused. So I'm, I'm like, really doing this on Excel. So we got our draft order. Everyone think at home what... And we're doing, oh, I didn't say what the category was. It's Midnight Snacks, all right? It could also be, Patterson suggested earlier, snacks that you eat when your team loses. That's that's appropriate. Um, That's called dinner on every (laughs) weekend night for me. So that that might be appropriate. Um, So we're just going to do, yeah, Mount Rushmore, Midnight Snacks. You guys can see the draft board. Uh, People at home cannot. I have the first pick. Oh, boy. I have some really good options, and I was kind of hoping some of you would take them off the board for me. (laughs) But no pressure. I'm going to have to go with with my first pick. If I had to, like, just say, I just, and and this works for me when when a team loses just a random snack. I have to go, because I know no one's going to pick one of my other picks here. So I'm going to say that for later. I'm going with pizza rolls. Okay. Big pizza rolls guy. Yeah. So. I have to I have to go with that route. I don't have them I, that often too. So I, I knew pizza rolls would be picked. I, I am not a pizza roll fan. I, okay. I don't like the the I mean this is just my take. I know everyone else loves pizza rolls. I don't like the like the the burning inferno inside the crust that just like squirts out when you bite in and you've, you've got to be patient, mate. You can't be eating them right away. You gotta wait a second. Well, I, I'm not I'm not patient enough for that shit. Or you could just poke <laughs> a little hole in each one. So does pizza rolls take pizza off the table? No. Okay. Just, just, different. 
I don't want to yeah. be naming picks, but well, you're up anyway, so you pick. Yeah, uh, my my pick is absolutely without a doubt goldfish. Oh yes, That's I mean pick. this this is like literally like Fraternity I'll be down stuff. here. I'll be down here doing the podcast with you guys, having on my like finishing my fifth beer. You know, we we wrap things up, then I go upstairs. Oh fuck, I forgot to do the dishes. So I got I do the dishes um, from dinner and whatnot. And I'll just have a thing of goldfish next to the sink. And as I'm doing the dishes, I'll just keep eating goldfish. There you go. Handfuls at a time. <laughs> Mate, how do you do that? Aren't your, aren't your hands soggy from well, I mean, I take a break from, I take a break from washing, dry them off. This man eats wet ass goldfish. Too many goldfish. Like, <laughs> soggy. I'll finish like a three mile walk slash run and be like, okay, I feel really good. Um, you know, on the treadmill and whatnot. Okay. Time to go to bed. Uh, let me fill my water up. Oh, you know, I'm a little bit hungry. I'll have one handful of goldfish that turns into like five handfuls of goldfish. Oh, fuck. I just wasted all the workout, all the progress I did on the treadmill. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So goldfish <laughs> is your answer. Uh, Nikhil, what's your choice? Um, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to say popcorn. Ooh, all right. Nice. I like that choice. That was, oh man. That eliminates skinny pop and everything too. Yeah. Oh, this yeah so, eliminates all of them. Yes, popcorn of any kind. Mm. Do you have a specific kind you like, Nikhil? Um, no, not really. Just just any popcorn. I guess I guess I have a specific kind that I don't like. I hate the mm. uh, caramel corn. Okay. Oh, caramel. Yeah. yeah, I don't like caramel corn either. It's a hot. It's a hot take from both of you gentlemen. Wow. Yeah. I I'm, I prefer the popcorn to be more savory. Do you do you put any of the uh, the dust on it? Like the flavor oh, yeah. dust. Yeah, I, I do. I, I Garlic do Parmesan, white cheddar. Yeah. That shit's great. I, yeah, white cheddar is pretty good. Even yeah. um, nacho cheese is pretty good. Nacho like, cheese, yeah. Not, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a I movie agree. theater close to us that I usually go to that you get popcorn and then they have those things just sitting out. <laughs> I mean, maybe, probably not anymore post COVID, but. I just drench my pop. I'd, I'd get one popcorn and ask for two bags so I could like mix all, wait. mix it all up with the fucking dust. Brian, you're talking about at the movies. Yeah. Okay. You guys want to hear the most ratchet thing to do when you're like younger and afraid to ask your parents for more money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you go into a movie that just finished and then there's usually oh, no, a big popcorn thing sticking out of the garbage. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, God. I never did that. You didn't refill it. Same thing no, with I, cups. I never you open it. Ate and trap it. popcorn. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Hey, man, you make, you make, you make, you make ends meet. Your parents were successful. They would probably give you Bro, money for popcorn. But still, like, they put a limit on me. Like, they weren't just like, here's a hundred bucks, go do cocaine as an eighth grader. Like, they were just <laughs> like, here's a modest amount of money, go have fun with it. Like, Wait, what would they say if they knew you were eating food out of the trash? Seriously. eat food out of the trash. Well, because we also went to B-dubs or Wingstop beforehand. And then, like, like you only had enough money to... Uh, yeah. Get it, it sounds it. like a self-induced problem. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But I mean, it was just, it was like outside of the garbage though. So it's like fair play, honestly, in my opinion. Okay. The pups, you just wash with soap in there. It's not a big deal. <laughs> All right. Okay. Great. All right. Uh, Patterson, you're up next. All right. So um, 
Man, this is tough. Uh, I think my top choice is going to be around for a while. I think so. I'm going to go with a a snack food that is actually, uh, ironically, uh, was born the same place I was. Uh, Cheez-Its. Oh, Ooh, really? Same. Yes. Same. Uh, oh, same family as Goldfish. Is that how you spell it? Um. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. There you go. Something yeah. like that. They're electric. Those on my. Those on my board too. Yep. Okay. I didn't know that was born where you were born. Yes, they are from Dayton, believe it or not. There's a lot from there, and uh, pretty much all of it left, myself Uh included. (laughs) Theme. (laughs) Well, Cheez Its are my, um, we don't have them in the house as much because we're a goldfish family, but but Cheez Its are my road trip snack more so than a midnight snack. I'll always get Cheez Its on the road. They okay. usually don't yeah. make it to midnight for me, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but if they are in the house at midnight, they're not making it past 1 a.m. Oh, uh, that's true here. Yep, true here as well. Yep. Yeah, I just have to not buy it, to not have it. Um, yeah. Are you, you, are, uh, you have the fifth position. What are you going with? So I'm going to Other go than trash popcorn. <laughs> popcorn, baby. Insert um, Jeff Paris's bin dippers comment there, because I just got to finish that up. <laughs> um, all right so oh my god high school me and my friends always used to do this um like ch- just chips and queso man yep chips and queso. yep so this good. doesn't eliminate chips and other stuff right and eat, uh, no no okay. but like if you really want to get fancy with it and you'll be surprised if you put a little bit of like salsa in the queso it's actually really good yes i know but chips and queso for sure you know what so so you'll get like the tostitos queso whatever yeah keep it in the fridge a lot of people like take it out and microwave it i prefer the queso cold really yeah i i'm 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 probably on an island alone here but oh i I like i agree yeah i i can't get it at the right temperature yeah okay it's more more i don't know what the right word it's thicker it's more globular i think it I, I don't know. I just like, I think it tastes better when it's, when it's cold. Yeah. But me and my really? friends would actually do that and shout out Nikhil, big popcorn guy. We just found out. We'd also like just straight up, um, pop it ourselves, like not the bags, but, and then just add oh, yeah. like our own oil and stuff to it. I mean, yeah. that's like honestly the best way in my opinion, but yeah, chips and queso up there. And then I got back but, to that picks. But for a midnight snack though, if you're if you're snacking at midnight, you just want to pop something in a microwave like popcorn. You don't want to just spend 20 minutes figuring out fucking <laughs> popping your own popcorn and oil. You just put shit. oil at the bottom and then just put a bunch of kernels in there, Brian. It's not <laughs> <laughs> or I can put a bag in the microwave and hit the fucking popcorn button. There's no cleanup. There's no cleanup. You throw the bag away. That's true. I'm not a big cleanup guy, as my yeah, uh, exactly always say. Um, <laughs> That's your t- I, need to get a say. I need to get a girlfriend for those purposes. Um, uh, okay. Okay. So, You're up again. I'm up again. Um, damn. I mean, no one's gonna say this, but I fucking love pita chips and hummus. Yeah. Oh man, that was gonna be my pick. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I go through freaking hummus like it's like it's nothing when it's in my house. So. Um, Shout out chickpeas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Good choice. So well, I, I have to do this. It's still on the board. 
And I'm going to go with Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Oh, oh my God! No! Nice. That was my next pick! God, <laughs> uh, bro. That's like Justin Fields. It just dropped in the draft. That's, that's like... That... Now I'm screwed. That you eat pick. one, you eat one, and then you're fucked because you have to keep eating them. Yep. Yeah, but it, then then it doesn't matter because it's hot. Your hands are already bright red. Yeah. Yep. Go. But yep. then it's and midnight, then, and then you're fucked for the night and the morning. In the morning. Yep. You, you pay, pay for, for it in the morning, morning for sure. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, that was my next pick. Oh man, you know I'm a big hot Cheetos guy. You all know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yes. You got it at the right time. All right, Nikhil. Arian took your uh, pita chips and hummus. So what are you going with? I know. Now I've got to. I've got to go for something that's not healthy now. And like <laughs> staying in, staying with the team. I'm gonna go with Doritos. Yeah. What do you want? What was it? Doritos. Oh yes, that's a great choice. Which flavor specifically? Um, which one? I guess I want to say Cool Ranch, but not Cool Ranch. Um, what's okay. the other one? The, the nacho the one cheese. Nacho the cheese. Blue, yeah, yeah. Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese is my favorite, but. Um, the dude, the spicy, spicy, the spicy, the spicy heat, or the the cool. What the fuck is that? It's purple. The bag's purple. Yeah, the the purple <laughs> bag. Those are is that spicy dynamite. queso? No, I think it's spicy nacho. If I'm being honest. Okay, it's um. Hold on, I think it's spicy it nacho. Yeah. No, it's uh, spicy sweet chili. Oh, that's another one. That's another. Yeah, actually, that's another one. Yeah. This I'm a spice, but I've had sweet chili as well. Yeah, and those are those ones are vegan too. Spicy sweet chili. Those those okay. are uh, Allison's favorite. Oh wow! All right, so there we go. Yeah. Oh, wait, is Allison vegan? Oh wait, no, she's not. No, no, no. She just likes. Uh, I was gonna say flavor. I seen her night. <laughs> I was a stupid. Oh, yeah. All right. So Brian, who you got next? Oh boy, this is tough. Um, I got one that I think I can get much later, probably in the last round. Um, that's what I thought with hot Cheetos it didn't happen uh, mine, mine is much more specific than that I'll go with Oreos okay oh, there we go very solid pick yeah. there not bad at all but you can't snack on too many ones can you or can you have the whole sleep uh, what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised yeah. there we go <laughs> you'd be surprised well right. we're Bears fans so we probably shouldn't have a problem doing that just giving up and just having it all yeah, I mean that's true. Uh, well, so. one thing about Oreos is like I, I like Oreos; they're they're a good cookie, but they're like not. You know, they're they're fine. I love having them around. If I have them around, I'm going to eat them. But for some reason, Allison's mom thinks I love Oreos; like it's the best <laughs> thing ever. So whenever she she comes over, she will always bring like a huge thing of Oreos because she <laughs> she knows that Allison doesn't buy them, and she's like Allison. You're 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 starving your husband. You need to get him Oreos. So I brought Oreos for him. She <laughs> always brings me Oreos. It's <laughs> never a perception I, I give. I can't so. complain. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> also, side note about Oreos: the OG Oreos for me are always the best. I don't like the mint ones. I don't no. like uh, the chocolate chocolate ones. I think the OGs are always so. Like- so double stuff is S tier for me. The top. The top. Oh, but okay. an underrated one is the golden Oreos. Golden right. Oreos are great. Yeah, it, those it, are good. It's not the black cookie. It's the, the yellow, yeah. you know, the golden cookie. It'll yep. be coming out soon. The, uh, the Halloween one, the orange one ain't bad either. Oh, I've already had like a whole bag of those. And it, <laughs> it tastes the same. It's just, it just. So Allison's mom's right then. Like we, <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> she is. 
Unreal. All right. So uh, <laughs> my next pick, I mean, this is called Midnight Snacks, right? So yeah. I think these are, this is something that's exclusively eaten at midnight. I don't think I've ever had this before midnight. No, no, fuck you. I have to go with the White Castle slider. Oh, okay. You're good. Oh, wait. <laughs> Solid. So we could, we, could, we could order these now, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, I, actually, I actually did this about a week ago. <laughs> He's like, I have White Castle on the way now. (laughs) No, there are none in Virginia. At least not close to me. (laughs) All right. And so it comes back around to me. Um, Real quick. That's a good move. I guess one that goes back to the college days. Uh, When you you get drunk, at night out, you're drunk, you order this. Uh, I guess the the internet, or not international, the name for it that everyone else knows about is Cheesy Breadsticks. But yeah. basically cheese sticks, like, like mad, mad mushroom baby. baby. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. everyone else calls them cheesy breadsticks. But if you haven't had the mad mushroom kind at Purdue, then you've missed out. So uh, that is, yeah. I might top. lose because that's I top. picked that and it's more regional. But it's it's wildly good at midnight. So oh, I think it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> it it sucks having to wait for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I think to- those, like those other people that, that know of Toppers, Toppers has them too, but they're not as good as Toppers. Me, yeah. So. Um, all right, uh, Brian, you're up again. So I'm going with a, a pick close to my heart. It's one of those, it's a snack that you can just sit there and just, you, you tell yourself you're going to have one and then you finish a whole thing of it. It's, it's Ritz with cheese Whiz. Oh, okay. Yep. I mean, you, you can just go Ritz, but cheese Whiz just takes it to another level. That is yeah, literally well, my favorite. No, the cheese Whiz makes it good. So you can't yeah. just put Ritz. We're gonna put with cheese whiz when I put it up, and, and you'll be like, okay, I'm just gonna have like like two, and then yep. ten minutes later, you've eaten the entire sleeve of Ritz. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> are you big on Ritz bits? So they they have oh yeah, either yeah. peanut butter or cheese. I like both of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's another uh, road trip staple for me. I'll get like a bag of Ritz bits and a bag of uh, um, cheese its. But but there's some there's something like ritual about like. You're never going to sit down with this snack. You're going to stand at the kitchen counter next to the refrigerator <laughs> with the cheese whiz in your hand, taking one Ritz cracker out at a time, <laughs> spraying it on and then eating it and be like, okay, I'm done. And then you ate like 10 more. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. I agree. That's a solid pick. Uh, Nikhil, you got popcorn and Doritos. What are you going to add to that midnight lineup? Um. I'm going to add to something that's very close to her, very close to my heart. I, at least I'd say uh, something that, that having been having been a broke college kid and somebody who didn't want to go through trash. Like I mean, I would say <laughs> ramen. Yes. Yes. Yep. Ramen yep. was hands down. If you if you needed a snack at midnight, you'd come home drunk, and if you want a snack, that's only going to cost you like thirty cents. Yep. Ramen yep. is the only one. Yep. Yes, that's no water. Use the microwave action. <laughs> oh, what a classic! Fifty cents, bro. The best ramen, oh, yeah. made, bro. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. got, well, you don't, no, you don't have the Maru Chen. The Maru Chen are the OGs. Yep, the ten cents a pack. <laughs> ten yes. cents. A pack. Yeah, those are the OGs right there. Uh, so that's a solid pick. I got. Uh, I know. Harrison, we'll probably you give you a lead poisoning, but. <laughs> <laughs> The things we the, use the, the little uh, the the silver packet with the with the <laughs> the powder, the flavor powder. The things we used to put in our bodies: bananas. Uh, what used to? 
Still do. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paris, what are you adding to Cheez-Its and Hot Cheetos? Not with, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, for some reason, I'm drawn to this late at night. Um, no specific type, just in gen- general, but uh, cereal. Yeah, I had cereal on my list. They, yes. It's on my list. Yeah. I have Cinnamon Toast Crunch specifically, but anyway, uh, yeah. is there one that you like more? No, I, I kind of, it, it depends. I, I, I go in waves. I actually like the yeah. healthier cereals, but I just Ooh. binge them at midnight, which makes them probably very much not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cocoa Puffs is also an electric factory at night. Just saying. You get chocolate milk, dude. Crispix. I, mm-hmm. I really like a Crispix. Yep. Um, yep. I can't even think right now because I'm. Wheat thin? Are you a wheat thins guy? You like healthy cereals? Yeah. Is that wheat thins? Are you talking no, about wheat thins? No, wheat thins is a cracker. mini wheats. Yeah, wheat thins are. Yeah. Or that's what I meant. Oh, God. I've given away too Cracklin oat brand. Do you remember that? What's this? I liked crack, Cracklin. Uh, never mind. Cracklin oat brand. You made it on too far. Yeah. Let's start with the sugar cubes. Grape nuts. No grapes. No nuts. What's the deal? On that note, we're going to turn over to Darby. <laughs> <laughs> a little Seinfeld action. Uh, All right. So um, this isn't when I was drunk I'd go to. It's when I'm high for some reason. But so fucking close to my heart. Um, be, I know what it is. Taco Bell. Yep. I was already typing yeah. it. Taco Bell. <laughs> Man. Um, what a place to be. I love it. Know, I, I wasn't a fan of Taco Bell until like for the longest time until just recently. Um, another podcast I listened to called Doughboys just loves Taco Bell and they always brave about it. I'm like, fuck Taco Bell. I haven't had it since college. It sucked. But I went recently and I had the, uh, what is it? Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Oh yeah. That shit is fire. Oh, oh yeah. so good. Um, Love it. It's not yeah, bad. Right? You, you just have to be, you have you just be prepared for what you're going to get. Yes, for sure. You know, you're not going there to have a nice Mexican meal. It, it's a yes for <laughs> Not authentic. No. Mm-mm. All right. All right. This is your last shot. My last shot. Oh, I'm going to the OG. Um, and I've been doing this recently, actually, a lot of times. And I've had a lot of slices of bread because of it. But just straight up, a nicely toasted piece of fucking toast with butter on it buttered toast with a butter little toast. bit wow okay a little bit of cinnamon on it too oh yeah Wait, cinnamon what? sugar yeah well, how, how am cinnamon. i writing this what is this not are you just put butter toast and okay well it's butter <laughs> toast but you can add things to it it's like ramen it's like how you can add egg to a ramen you know yeah. it's like buttered toast but you could add cinnamon sugar to it you know what i mean so it's like it's really freaking good it, it's easy you're always gonna have bread you're always gonna have butter it's exactly. like you don't have any snacks or like I'm fucking hungry. I'm just gonna pull out the fucking loaf of bread and make make a piece of toast. Yeah, and it's yeah. always delicious. I was yeah. gonna say Arin Arin's a big and guy. You got chips <laughs> and queso, pita chips and hummus, butter and toast. But I yeah. call it buttered toast for you there. So all right, fair play. Big one lunch guy. Man, this huh? is tough. There's there's so many things on, on my list that I could say, but I'm gonna go to the one that I know. I would go to. I've got this. I have, a, I have a drawer in my fridge that has all of my cheese and meats in it. I'll pull mm, it open it. and I'll get some. I'll get some sliced cheese, some lunch meat, and just roll it up together and eat it. Nice. Oh, that's a classic. Nice. That's yep. a good one. 
I, I I've done that quite recently, actually. So it's been Turkey and Swiss <laughs> over here, Turkey and Swiss. Yeah. So uh, Swiss do we call it meats Swiss. and cheese or cheese okay. and meat or what do we call it? I think it's cheese and meat. Yeah. Cheese and meat. Meats and cheese. I don't know. That's a good choice. I know what you're talking about. I feel like that's the way to go. You you, you heard know, when you when you get it, you don't feel you know as unhealthy. <laughs> it's still not the greatest. Right. Until you realize you've had like 11 slices of salami <laughs> and like and then and you're like i would probably never put that on a sandwich so yeah. my whole this whole like this, this oh i'm gonna be healthy by not eating bread it, no it, it doesn't it doesn't uh, make up for it in other ways <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh amazing uh Nikhil, what's your last shout um you know i, I was actually gonna say cheese sticks but i think that's too close to meat and cheese so um i think with my last pick I have I have two good wait when you're salads. talking cheese sticks do you mean string cheese um yeah, they, make, they make cheese sticks cheese sticks that's that aren't different. string cheese okay oh cheese sticks works yeah but uh that's okay i, I feel like that's okay. too close to meat and cheese though sure um, yeah yeah let's um i'm instead gonna go with my next shout out which is gonna be uh bagel bites underrated so good yeah mm-hmm. pizza in the morning but, pizza in the, right. in the evening <laughs> pizza, pizza all day man. no one's anytime pizza, by the way when pizza's on a bagel you can have pizza anytime these commercials are probably all copyright protected by the way <laughs> <laughs> I, well and our and our podcast is not going to make episode 200 so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Brian, okay. you're up. Speaking of which, you're up I have some. Action. I have some also rants, but I I have to take a very specific midnight snack that three or maybe four of us on the pod will know. It is a Purdue specific snack that doesn't even exist anymore, and it is hot dogs at Jake's. <laughs> oh boy! Hot dogs at Jake's. Yes. So, so Jake, Jake's, 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 yeah, Jake's is a, was a bar at Purdue <clears throat> and at midnight they would have, they would just give away free hot dogs. That's what Big Cat would always tweet about. Yes. About Purdue. Yes. Yeah. Cause they yeah. had free hot dogs at midnight. Yeah, and it was amazing. And you've been drinking for four hours. There's nothing you want more than a free fucking hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. So and actually, I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Nikhil. No, I can. Free. I feel like I feel like I can relate because, like, when I was in grad school in Cincinnati, we. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about this place. It's called Skyline Chili. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, yeah. Cincinnati oh, Chili. Yeah. 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 yeah Patter- like you- Patterson's from Dayton, and I'm from Columbus. So right, yeah, we know yeah. Skyline. <laughs> yeah. So like that used to be my go-to midnight snack when I was oh, in man. like grad school, and like yeah. it's it's disgusting because you can't eat it unless you're drunk. Yeah, it was always it, like or steak and shake or um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tim Tim Hortons. Tim, uh, Tim, Tim, Timmy, yep, Timmy's. Timmy's. Wait, I thought that was only in Canada. They got those in Ohio. They've had Ohio's those in Ohio Canada. for a long time. Yeah, they have those in Michigan too. Yeah, yeah. Ohio, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a Tim Hort. There was a Tim Hortons in Indiana too at uh, in Richmond, Indiana. Okay, Good amazing. Lunch. Yeah, I need to have some. So. Well, I'm rounding it out, and I have two. I'm between two of them. I know one of them is going to be more popular, but the other one is the one that, like, if I have a little bit, I'm just going to – I say I just have a few, 
Then I keep going away at it. The only problem is I don't know how many people know about this snack. They, they're from South Dakota, actually. Um, I don't know if you've ever had Dots pretzels. Oh, yeah. Has anyone had Dots pretzels? Is it specifically yes. Dots? Yeah. Like, what, what's specifically it, it about has to Dots? Dots pretzels the because... The way they're seasoned. Yes. Oh, shit. I just looked up the bag. I yeah. Holy my... shit. Those are so... They're at, like, so good. They're at like every brewery or anything like that. Yeah. Dots pretzels. It, it's like a, a twisted kind of, like, like pretzel yep. stick. Ah. Yes. And they, choice, yes, man. it's like ranch. It's it's essentially ranch seasoning sprinkled on like a pretzel stick. It, 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 yeah, it's basically what they, 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 they have, have a couple different flavors. I think. Yeah. But yes, they're they're seasoned pretzels, and oh my yes. god, and that they have one, a spicy have like, one. Yeah, it's a spicy they one. They've had well, they have a few of them. They have a spicy mustard one, and they have another kind. But like I, that yeah, one, I'm like, know. oh, I'll just have a couple, and then I'm like, oh, oh my I god, those bag. are so good. <laughs> And it's weird because when you describe having them, they're hard, obviously, because they're pretzels, but they're also soft. Like, I don't know how to explain it. The texture of them is, like, <laughs> perfect. I don't know how the fuck they do it, but. I Yeah, I had to look it up because I, I we've only had a, a bag in our house, like, twice. But they're we so go good. through it so fast because they're so good. Yep. I always I always get one, and then I'm like, oh, I'll just have a few. And then it's at midnight, and then I'll eat the whole bag. I'm like, uh-oh. I have to replace this bag so it doesn't look like I just ate this previous one. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the issue with that one. Um, so that'll do it. But let's should we should we mention some um, some close close calls that you had? Anyone have any shout outs to other snacks? McDonald's. Oh yeah, I was gonna say okay. McDonald's McChicken. <sighs> Double so. cheeseburgers. Uh, oh man, thankfully it's been a long time, but that <laughs> is a really bad habit in college. Uh-huh. Shout out the rock and roll uh, McDonald's in Chicago. They've seen me a lot in, in terrible states. Ordering, <laughs> I, I I get the ten, ten piece nugget at McDonald's. There you go the, with the the orange high C and buffalo sauce. Yes. Wow. Okay. Chicken nuggets. I I almost said chicken nuggets. Yep. And, and yep. Not chicken nuggets or chicken tenders. Uh, yep. Um. Ice cream. I will always have. Oh, absolutely. Ice cream. Yes. Just, just get out the pint and get a spoon out and, and eat until you're full and put it, mm-hmm. put it away. The I, that's, that's the biggest omission on this list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ice cream. I think. Yeah. Ice cream. Um, oh, yeah. 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 M&M's for me. If okay. we have a bag of M&M's, I'll just, I'll just grab, especially peanut, Original? Or peanut butter. Peanut. Peanut. Peanut M&M. That's have the one that goes. The, have you had the almond M&M's? Almonds are yeah, yeah, almonds are good. I have. I, I still I like the peanut ones the most, even though I like almond as a nut more. I like the peanut M and M's, the chocolate yeah, with the I peanut agree. combination, yeah. electric. How about this one? The cheeky little, and you might do this with peanut butter and Nutella, but you go, you just do a little dip with your finger, and a little try, and you're like, oh, let me have a few. Isn't that what Ted dip, dip with your finger? Ted I've, yeah. I've eaten it with a spoon. Yeah, yeah. that, that oh, works yeah. too. I always, I always <laughs> have it with a little spoon to justify that I'm eating it with just, just a spoon. Yeah. Dad, at that point, you might as well just go with a big one. <laughs> You're right. I had a jar of peanut butter. My dad like did one of his surprise drop-ins, and he ate the rest of my peanut butter just straight up with a spoon. I had like a fourth of a whole ass cream yeah. jar. Actually, no, it's crunchy because he's a crunchy guy. He ate the whole thing, bro. Yeah. Uh, PB and J. I've I've made yeah. many PB and J's at midnight. Yes. Oh, that's no, another shout out to college is, is just nachos. Yes. Oh, yes. Making nachos in the middle of the night is an electric yeah. factory. Especially, yeah, especially if, 
Yeah, and and if you do it up with like some ground beef and, and some yep. seasoning yeah. and stuff, or, yeah. or if you make them on a on a human body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Christ. Quesadillas are easy to make. Yeah, quesadillas aren't too hard to maker. A grilled uh, cheese. Uh, butter that. Uh, butter that up. Grilled uh, cheese. String cheese. No one said pizza. Donuts. Oh, wheat. frozen pizza was my thing. Like. You, yeah, yeah. Afton, yeah. and Patterson, you have that story of a perfectly made frozen pizza made by three different people that <laughs> passed out during the making of the of the pizza. That story could have ended that way, or it could have ended with the building burning down. <laughs> yeah, no, and it ended there up the no, good way. There was no in between. <laughs> oh, what, what, what was it like? One person turned the oven on. One person put the pizza in. Yeah, and one person so ate the pizza. I'll, I'll, do abridged, I'll do the abridged. I'll do the abridged version the entire time. Yeah. yeah, I'll do the abridged version since we're we're a little. We're, I don't know if we're approaching two hours or if we're past it. But it's under, <laughs> we're, we're, we're barreling towards three. <laughs> oh God! Well, we're. I don't know if the podcast has that much space. Um, really quickly, two parters. Story. The story is: there's a bunch of us in Chicago. Uh, for those that uh, Patterson was here, I, obviously I'm in the story. Um, also, Phil, Greg, Steve. Shout out to those lads. They're not not the Steve on the pod different steve um and who else was there patterson am i missing anyone you're asking the wrong person to remember anything about that <laughs> so night. i was so not there so we're out at the bars and patterson is is not feeling well so we you know and i'm i'm kind of really hungover, tired from the day so we both are like hey we're gonna we're gonna peace out and go back and mind you this was in wrigleyville so it's about like a 30 minute cap 20 minute cab, 25 minute cab ride so we head out and no one, and, and for those that don't know, I live in a, in a complex in a building where you can't get in unless the doorman lets you up, right? So Patterson and I get home, Patterson heads immediately for the couch and sleeps and dies pretty, or he might've thrown up first and then went to the bed <laughs> or the couch and slept. I, 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 did the, I did the former at the bar. Yes. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I take out a pizza and, and heat the oven up in preparation of putting the pizza in, go to the bathroom. I must have done uh, either thrown up and or pa- I definitely passed out. The next thing in this story that I even know remotely about is my bathroom door slams open on my head after oh. I pass out on the floor. And I look up and there's Greg and Greg was someone that lived nearby here and was, was over here the most out of everyone in this, in this group. And he was able to come up because the doorman let him up because I wasn't answering my phone when they had called multiple times. I passed out on the bathroom floor he goes, dude, we're calling you. You got to let us up. And I'm like half in it, half out of it. I'm like, fuck, all right. Here I am in my dress shirt with basketball shorts coming down the elevator, shivering because I, you know, when you wake up, you know, you're in a cold state. And I just, I, I get off the elevator and I look around the corner of the doorman with one eye open and I give the little finger wag, let him in. And I see Phil and Greg come in and Steve was this other guy with them. And Steve was passed out on the couch in the lobby. So anyway, they, they eventually wake him up. They all come up. I'm pissed off that I was that I was woken up. Actually, you know, we wondered later on. I'm going to send the side here. How did Greg get in at all to come open the? You know, the the my door was locked to the bathroom, but the door of the unit was locked. Well, we found out later from Patterson's recollection that Greg had knocked heavily on the front door first. He came through two barriers. And this first one, he knocks heavily. Patterson gets up from the couch, opens the door and goes, what the fuck do you want? (laughs) (laughs) To which he told him and he lets him in and just goes straight back to sleep. So that's the end of Patterson's night. Anyway, (laughs) he gets to me. We we come up. Then (laughs) 
Then what happens is I get pissed. I throw my phone and just pass out on my bed. Okay. So then Phil, Greg, and Steve are the ones that are awake. Uh, Phil is starting to blow up an air mattress to, to sleep on it. It holds two people. Uh, while he's blowing up the air mattress, I believe Steve falls asleep on a one person like uh, seat sideways. So he's out for the rest of the story while Greg goes to the bathroom to do who knows what. Okay. The next thing that occurs in the story, Greg must've been in the bathroom forever. I'm guessing he passed out there too. The next thing in the story is that I wake up after laying on the bed, smelling pizza. And I'm like, Oh no, surely like this pizza that I put out has been in there. Everyone's asleep. I get up, I look out, everyone's sleeping. I go, Oh no, this can't be good. As I'm approaching the oven, I see the air mattress has been blown up, but Phil who had blown up the air mattress was on his knees with his head on the air mattress sleeping. He had never been <laughs> onto the air mattress to sleep. And I walk around and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I open the oven and the pizza is perfectly cooked. Like, perfectly. You couldn't have even made it any better. And I go, wow, this is incredible. I take it out and I cut it into eight slices and I look around and everyone's passed out around me. Uh, the, the, the bathroom light is on and the fan's going, but, you know, there's been no sign of life out of the bathroom. So... I guess I just kind of look around like, I'm not going to eat this by myself. And I'm too lazy to go all the way back to my bed. So on that air mattress that's there with no one on it, except for Phil's head, I lay on the air mattress the wrong way, sideways. (laughs) I guess what ends up happening through our recollections is Greg finally comes out of the bathroom after God knows how long, sees a perfectly cooked pizza, cut into eights, eats a couple pieces, then goes and sees that my bed is wide open, sleeps in the bed. Phil <laughs> wakes up at another point, eats another piece or two. Then he goes and sleeps in the bed. And, and that was pretty much it. We had like four missing pieces. We had a perfectly cooked pizza as bananas. So I think, uh, oh yeah, we, we, we should round up. Midnight snack, episode. frozen pizza. Yeah. There you go. So shout out Midnight Snacks. We're going to put the um, we're going to put this on at the footy corner, too, for you to vote on. And I'm going to shuffle names. I just did. So the top three, us three will be in one bracket and Brian and Patterson, you got the lucky draw. So you guys will be against each other and uh, Ari, Nikhil and I will be in, in one. And I feel my, my uh, Purdue uh, specific pick might uh, hamper my chances. Well, I don't know. I, this isn't a strong showing from me. I'm only confident in Taco Bell and chips and queso. Oh, I don't dislike anyone's picks. Oh, you guys didn't see me do the random, did you? The random chooser? No, it's fine. Oh, I believe okay. it. Yeah, okay. I'll show you. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't lie about that. So myself, Brian, and Nikhil, we're, we're in one bracket. Brian and Patterson, you're in the other. Winners will play in the final. All right, guys, we're way past time. Yeah. 100th episode. We made it this far. Do we make it? To <laughs> Congrats. Is it going to go? Is it going to happen? Action. Shout out. Love the pod. Well done. I, it's it's amazing that you've kept up with it and you've done a, a wonderful job with this pod for the last two years. Thank you. It's been great listening to every single episode that I'm not on because I definitely don't <laughs> listen to the episodes that I am on. Um, but I love this podcast. It's where I get my my soccer news and, and soccer content. So thank you. Thank you. And, and thank you, Irene, for sticking around too. <laughs> Cheers made on that one. Yeah. And thank you guys for... Uh... Or uh, anyone else with the last thing to say before I, I I'll, I'll be the last one. To talk. Any, anyone else, anything, hundred episodes, will we get to 200? Yes. I have I a way of, of uh, uh, there, there's something coming, you know about it, but there's something in regards to the podcast coming. Okay. Have. Yes. Do you want to, do you want to say that now or later? No, I'll save it for later. 
Okay. Later, um, different episode or later tonight? Different episode. Different episode. Okay. Pa- Patterson, you will be on uh, more of episodes 101 to 200, I think, right? Yeah, can't wait. I'm looking forward you're, to it. You're a mainstay. Hope we, have good, hope the, we have good things to talk about when I'm yeah. on. Yeah, good USA you're on the stuff. panel. You're on the panel. Panel next week. 101 Dalmatians, 101 episodes. Uh, Nikhil, anything? Um, <laughs> just gone. Sorry. No, 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 I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. I'd like step away for a second. But um, no, thanks for thanks for having us, guys. Yeah. And I think I definitely going to make it to 200. Uh, you know, in the words of uh, the great Claudio Ranieri, uh, Dilly Dang, Dilly Dong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Oh yes, I want to thank uh, obviously uh, you guys, uh, the the you know the panels uh, for for obviously um my my most uh, consistent or the, the guy that's been on with me the most, Arin. Uh, shout out! You've been on what 80, 80 episodes, eighty five episodes maybe of the hundred, eighty five, yeah. right? Um, you know Brian has done a lot of co hosting as well. Uh, shout out to you being on the panel. Shout out to panelists Patterson and Nikhil here that have that have made uh, made it on the show, made it. Uh, incredible. And also I want to give a special shout out to, to a couple guys that couldn't make it tonight. Jeff and Steve uh, are our typical panelists. I also want to give a shout out to common gambling corner contributor, neither on the pod, but gambling corner contributor, Trevor uh, also out there too. So um, everyone's made the special listeners keep it coming in. We're going to have some, we're going to make this content better. We're going to last to 200. We might even happen more often and shorter. We've had we'll a barstool person on here as well. And one, yes. one time we, I want to get John champion on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the next goal. So we got a barstool guy on here between one and 100 between one Oh one and 200. We're going to get John champion. on. That's the goal. Let's see what we can do. So everyone, thanks. Uh, happy hundred. Let's go to one Oh one next week. Uh, and with that said, let's send it over to Serge Arie's new manager. Unai <laughs> Emery. Oh, I love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. 